listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Okay, so get that Okay, so uh, let's start with this. What's, what's your name? Cutie. Uh, where were you going? Who were you going with? Tip, man, you got what you need. I checked for keys and started to step. Well, what do you know? My wallet, I forget. Yo, it was a brown. Catch up to my campaign, coop the color of mayonnaise. I'm drunk and high at the same time, drinking champagne on the airplane. Sipping rounds like the gun range, beat it up like rampage. A hundred bands, cut your girl. Now your girl need a band aid. Grade A, A1, chain the color of Acon, black diamonds, backpack rhyming, co signed by Louis Vuitton. Horsepower, horsepower, all this polo on. I got horsepower. Pound of this costs four thousand. I make it rain. She want more showers. Two chains. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house for a Thursday edition of the Black Guy Who Tips Podcast. Yes, we are. And um, if you've listened before, you should have heard both of these people on the show before. I'm pretty sure we've actually had both of them on. I think it's been a while since we had Edge on. Um, yes, it has. But uh, but we got her back. Welcome. And, uh, Thank you. <laughs> and of course. We have Adjective J2. Um, now, uh, first things first, uh, let me give him a proper introduction. Um, many of you people might know this person from the podcast, The Negro Majority. Rest, uh, rest in peace. Rest in, may rest in peace. Uh, you might know them from, from their Twitter account. You might know them from uh, their appearance on this show. Um, it is the lovely, sexy, sultry tones of... 
Mr. Adjutant J. What's going on, man? Uh, I saw that coming. <laughs> um, yeah, hey, everyone. How y'all doing? Uh, what is up, Internet, for folks who remember the show? That's right. The most diplomatic Negro on the Internet. Yeah, I'm trying to be. I, I miss your show very, very tremendously. I like your new stuff, but I, I miss your show, so I just had to let you know that. Well, um, I, I, thanks. I appreciate it. I, I'm just, I'm surprised. I, at least I was surprised when I ended it, how many people were actually upset with me for ending it. I wasn't that show. I didn't think that many people were really listening to it personally, but thanks everyone who did listen to it. You never know until you quit. You know, that's how it goes, man. Um, that's why whenever we get ready to end this show, I'm just going to quit and, and, and quit off the internet and everything. I am about to say, you better, because if they can find you, they go hunt you down, yeah. sir. Niggas going to be you showing up. people in your city coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> showing yeah. up my job my and shit. Laptop. Right. <laughs> show. Fix this. We're going to record right now. I got vocal. Record. You're coming to my job today. You're going to, we're going to fix this shit right now. Um, all right, man. So tell everybody where they can find you right now and, uh, what you're working on right now. Um, okay, well, I am a blogger who is a month away from being a college graduate, so... Yeah, uh, dog. Yeah, I'm kind of psyched about that. Um, you can find my blog. I'm full-time Negro. Uh, full-time is spelled, like, conventionally. Negro is K-N-E-E-G-R-O-W. Um, and if you can't spell majority... No. Uh, <laughs> also, you can find me uh, on Twitter. I am adjective underscore J on Twitter. And I've been doing some work, uh, ba- mainly blogging work for a couple of different companies. And I said I was going to shout them out. Uh, one in particular, they just launched. It's called suitedjobs.com. If you're looking for a job and you're looking for something new or you want to try something different, check them out. It's kind of cool. It's like eHarmony. Uh, verse- it's basically like Match.com or eHarmony. Uh, linked up with uh, like a monster so it's like it, it sets you up with a job that fits your personality so I think that's kind of dope and I've done some work for them and I know them they're kind of cool people so I figured I'd shout them out so it's like the job is suited for you not you have to wear a suit to get this job right unless you want to wear a suit to get the job and then then you're suited for the job and the job is suited for you oh uh, okay alright that's pretty dope man uh, you forgot to mention your twitter handle Um, I thought I did but uh, just in case I didn't I'm adjective underscore j on twitter all right, my bad if you did. Um, but yeah, man, um, make sure you guys are following him. He's he's a great person to follow. He is. He's um, very hilarious. Um, now the other person on the line is also uh, been heard on the Negro Majority podcast. Also, sexy, sultry tones, um, and also a really good person to follow on Twitter. Yes, um, she is. And a lot of people on the show that you know they know that um, a while back. They thought that me and Real Age were done for good. It was I remember everybody was talking about it on the show and stuff, and we had it as a poll um, for one of our episodes. Would me and her ever get back together, or were we just going to be broken up for good? Because we uh, unfollowed each other on Twitter for a little bit. It was looking pretty rocky. But uh, we worked it out, and I'm glad to see that, that she came. She is back on the show. Um, you can follow her Tumblr, Real Edge, A-N-G-E. Dot Tumblr.com, and uh, of course, she's on Twitter too at Real Ange. Um, what's up, Ange? How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. good. You, um, now you've actually moved since the last time you've been on the show, right? Again, yeah, yeah. Where you at now? Florida. Oh my Again. god, oh Florida, <laughs> you better watch Be out. Be safe in Florida, honey. That's the home of ratchetness. Why? What's going? I'm like, do, am I missing some sort of breaking news? Is there a hurricane on the way? What, what's the deal? Yeah, and the hurricane is called Florida. It's yeah. just living there. <laughs> I didn't say that, chill. Be careful. Um, I just told her to be safe. I, mm. Look, I chill is in mm. denial. Just because she lives in Florida. Mm. First of all, wait a minute. 
chill calling up and cussing us out proves that florida isn't ratchet how <laughs> how does that prove her point but um yeah and uh it's good to have you back um and you know i like i follow her on twitter and i feel like you talk in code on twitter or is that purposeful or is that just the way that you think inside your head because sometimes you'll say things with such colorful uh language and like you know rearranging certain words and using metaphors and all this stuff and and then i feel like i have to go through and decipher like what does she mean by that um well i like play on words i like to be imaginative with like language i know two languages so that just makes me kind of stretch the rubber band i think on what normal words mean what normal words especially in text like how they read you know depending on how you spell it it can mean something different just because so most of that is just how i tweet i guess i don't try to speak in code uh, but it's fun, you know, if it's a metaphor, it's just to make you think and you can go with it where you want, really. I probably don't mean just one thing. It's now, you also, because um, because I, I, I feel like I decipher a lot of your tweets pretty well. Um, you, you're in a relationship now. Yes, I am. <laughs> OK. And, and when you um, talk about the relationship, that's normally the most like coded or poet, poetic of the uh, tweets. Is that because he's on Twitter and you don't want to know what he's talk what you're talking about in case he finds your phone or something? And, well, yeah, it's because I don't want... He has Twitter, and my Twitter now is public. Mm. So I just try to keep it, you know, before I used to be, like, a little more colorful. Let's use those nice words. Um, right. Because mine was private, and so he couldn't see anything. So now I just have to be a little... You know, that way I don't hurt people's feelings and egos and stuff. People tend to take a lot of things to heart, even if it's based on reality and it's fiction. Right. You know, I get a phone call, like, what was that? And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. So luckily call. he doesn't do that, but it's because either he doesn't, he just tries not to read it. He just says he stays off of it, which is probably his best bet. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that. Plus, you can always just be like, "Oh no, I was talking about an old, old boyfriend." You don't. Even yeah, not you. That doesn't work either. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just use it for, um, like we're out of toilet paper or something like that. You know, keep them, keep them guessing. You know. Right. <laughs> but um, that's good, man. You sound happy, man. I'm, I'm, yes, you I'm do. Glad, I'm glad to hear that. I've never really, in all my years, I've never been in a relationship really. Um, besides once, and it was really dysfunctional and long and lengthy, and it was one of those batter you up because you're young type of relationship. So mm. uh, now that I'm free of that years later, you know, this is my first real shot at something. So it seems cool. Well, that's good, man. Um, do, are you still cooking? Because I know you used to send pictures in uh, for the We Cook Medium uh, entries and stuff. You still doing that? I cook more now. Can you imagine? Now I'm like a little bit of a... Yeah, I'm in a relationship now, so there's days where, like, I'm cooking and stuff, so I should probably send more pictures, because I do pretty well. I'm defrosting some chicken right now. You never know what happens, so. Mm-hmm. Gotta remix <laughs> that shit sometimes. I know about it. Um, now, uh, Agile J, man, are you still a vegetarian? No. God, no. Yeah, um, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> I tried to save you, and you didn't want to listen to me, man. I told uh, you the shit wasn't going to work. I said, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> bacon bacon is too delicious to just give up yes, cold turkey yes and yeah, i bacon, and I, I i mean that pun cold so turkey uh, uh yeah i caught that no bacon steak i i personally don't like uh turkey but every every other meat i'm i'm a fan of and i'm back i'm back in love with chicken and steak and oh my god like bacon in the morning is the best bacon in the at lunch is even better and just bacon whenever is pretty mm -hmm. much everything in life right now for me up top to you sir yeah it's it's like the wonder meat it goes with every meal <laughs> yes you know you put can a little, sprinkle it on everything yeah put a little bacon on your cheerios 
<laughs> I don't do it with Cheerios, sir. Well, try. Oh, no, that actually sounds kind of delicious. Yeah. Honestly. Don't knock it till you try. Put a couple bacon bits in there and see if it doesn't make it better. Um, well, that's good, man. And I'm glad that everybody's happy. Uh, Adrian J, are you in a relationship too, man? Or are you just uh, still single? <laughs> no, man, that's actually probably why I'm happy. Oh, okay. Talk yeah. to single people. <laughs> oh, I hear you, dog. I, you know what I mean? Women, am I right? The up top, fellas. Um, what am I doing here, then, sir? What? Anyway, what do you guys been um <laughs> So so Adju J man, what have you been up to on your podcast tip, man? Say um it looks like uh the sketchy Negro show is on hiatus for a little bit or taking a break. So what what you got going on, dog? Um I'm actually working on new episodes for that. Uh if you want to be in those episodes, anyone that's listening to this now, just hit me up. You don't have to be like an incredible actor. If I know you, I will write roles for you so that it's something that is it will be natural for you and I'll work with you. Um I have in mind this one episode I really want to do. I want to do a completely improv episode for like an hour of just improv. I just have to get the people together to do it. Mm. But Right now, we're just completely in off-season, um, and I, I want to start doing, like, uh, seven or eight episodes of seasons and having them done and just releasing them as opposed to trying to, like, scramble every week to do it because scrambling every week and writing sketches every week is um, is not what I was looking for when I started that. I was looking forward to, like, you know, getting stuff built up and then just kind of releasing it. Uh, mm. But, yeah, I'm working on that. And then, of course, like, uh, I'm actually in the middle of trying to write, like, a full series that I will either shoot myself or pitch to somebody, have them take, and then they shoot it for me. So I'm not sure where I'm at on that, but I got it written. I'm just trying to, like, you know, I'm just being my normal, ridiculous perfectionist self and just really going over stuff over and over and over again. Well, you got to stay writing, man. And um, speaking of the uh, voice acting, I mean, as professional voice actors, Karen and I uh, <laughs> often, you know, we often get asked <laughs> to do stuff like that. And uh, we we did the show before, too, man, and had a no, great time. No, no, I had a great yeah. time. Rod is the first person to actually make me break character and start laughing. That's stuff I wrote, which is really great, actually, when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, anytime, man. Um, so uh, we, we would love to uh, be back, man. Yes, whatever sir. You need. Um, but, yeah, we appreciate it, dog. And um, Real Ange, are you still writing? Because you write poetry. Do you, are you writing um, lately? or? I've been kind of stuck. I've been saying that for months, too. But I just don't know what to write, where to write is a big question. Um how you know whether it's poetry or whether it's journal entries or letters to someone just pick a person and just go for it mm. i'd love to write and i wish i could kind of like get that together but i get really stuck Does, <laughs> just, now what what do you find that your best stuff comes from is it like any certain emotion or any certain situations you go through in life where, where do you get your best inspiration Mm, it comes from everywhere my mind just sort of just wanders and runs so i would love to say when i'm smoking the best stuff comes but it really just it's that sort of genre like when your mind is just thinking and running you just go sometimes i get inspired sometimes i'm angry and you'll see me that that's a nice twitter rant for a while but (laughs) when it comes to like a collection of things i've been writing since i was in the second grade and i still don't have a collection of anything not one book not one Mm. binder with things it's a it's a mess i just write and then i just lose it or it stays on twitter which is ridiculous so yeah i have (laughs) a do you like i have a ton of old stuff that i just wrote and it's just like always around you know like old poetry old rap Mm -hmm. old stuff like that Mm -hmm. 
and um every time i go to look at that stuff i just get totally embarrassed and hate everything about myself so i just can't i can't do it like it's usually the part that's the growth process though you should look back and think like that was dumb you know and just keep going keep going that's the whole part they tell you even if you don't know what you're doing just take an hour a day and just do it just take it it and modify it I don't know, man. Some of that shit can't be modified back to goodness. That shit, it was just horrible. Some of it is definitely garbage. I find stuff I wrote like five years ago, and I'm always just like, really? Like, I actually just can't believe that. I guess because, you know, you grow as a writer, and you get, I guess you kind of get a little bit better, and you get, the way you use words and the way you speak now and write now and the voice that you have now is way different from the one that you had when you were younger. True. And it's just like what I thought was funny when I was younger uh, just is not funny to me anymore. And it's kind of weird because comedy is like that. I think, um, to an extent with writing comedy, my biggest thing is like, it's hard to continually surprise myself for me to find things funny. Like it's, it's difficult for me to continue. Cause for me, the funny part is just the surprise of like, Oh wow, that just happened. And it's hard to continuously find that, that, that part of me where I'm still surprised and I still chuckle. I still laugh at it. And it's, it's, it's really, really frustrating actually for me personally to try to write like that and, and sadly enough, like um, most of my best stuff comes when I am frustrated or angry or embarrassed mm. or humiliated. Like that's where all of my good like comedy and most of my really good writing comes from when I'm just over the edge, like overly emotional about something. When I'm happy, I write terribly. Mm. I wonder if that has I wonder if that's something to it, you know, where because um, like one thing that I found was hard to write about is happiness. Like it's like every it's everything about happiness seems so cliche. Like yeah, everyone's done it. There's a a trillion songs about love. There's a trillion poems about love. Like the words that you use, like they rhyme with like people have rhymed those words before. It's like flowers and hours and showers and love and <laughs> and dove and of and shit like that. You just like oh fuck it, man. I I'd much rather be miserable. I I, I could write about that shit. And, uh, <laughs> Like I rhyme misery with it's harder to rhyme misery. I had to find some better words in my thesaurus or something. Yes, sir. But um, anyway, man, that's good, man. Now, like I said, it's good that both of y'all are happy, man. And like uh, I also we we got to talk about when real Ange and I broke up because I know everybody was like, "What the fuck happened?" Because um, everybody knows that um, any woman that retweets me or follows me back, we go together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I have a list. I have a list on Twitter, and I add the women to it that 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 tweet me and retweet me and stuff, and that talk to me. And you know, it's called ladies who love them some Rod, <laughs> the Miss Prime, and um, I had Edge on the list, and I went to go check it, and it was like, oh, she unfollowed me. And like you know, like a real man, I bottled those emotions up. I was like, mm. Not gonna mm-hmm. cry, so I, I just I just unfollowed her on the low because I was just you know I was crying and stuff. I was drinking in, in, the, in the dark. It was it was lightning it outside. Was sad. Yeah, and uh, I just kept asking Karen over and over, why doesn't she love me anymore? And Karen said, don't worry about that. You just have to be focused and move on. You have all these other people depending on you. I said, no, it's not the same. And uh, then real Ange noticed that I unfollowed her. And, and then it got like we were going back and forth on Twitter about who should follow who and why should we follow each other and all this stuff, man. And um, I'm glad you followed me back, real Ange. Yeah, I was I, all I was asking was if I did unfollow you, would you still follow me? Because you do tweet a lot sometimes, so it's just mm-hmm. you know I, I'm not really on Twitter a lot, so like I just like to see 
you know, a little scroll. I like to get my scroll through during the day. And it was it was a dumb move. I was just like, let me see what happens. And of course, when I unfollowed you, what'd you do within moments? You unfollowed me, which is yeah. fine. Because I was so hurt. <laughs> I didn't know how to react. You know, it was, you know, I'm still a he person with emotions. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be anywhere I'm not wanted. So I was just like, let me just go. Uh, you know, I was playing some Whitney Houston and stuff. It was sad. It was real sad. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we got over it, man. Now, I just want to tell people, you can resolve relationships on the internet. It doesn't yes, always have can. to be hatred, people. Mm-hmm. We worked it out. You see, she's here. I'm here. We did. Somehow we worked that out. And I didn't know you had a poll and all these things going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a whole show about it. I was I asking I wonder people, what people said. Like, if they were like, who um, cares? Or yes, they will get back. Or let what? me, I, you know what? I can look that up. If, if Give me one second. I will actually look up the results oh, to the poll. Well, yes, what people said. Um, Karen, you do me a favor while I look this up. Can you tell people about spoiled movie reviews and yes, all that stuff? Yes, I sure will. I want to tell everybody out there in the black guy who tips land about another podcast that me and Roger do. You know we the hardest working Negroes on, on the internet. So we're picking up another show called Spoiled Movie Reviews. We do it with me, Rod, Chris, and Kev. From the Insanity uh, Check podcast, uh, uh, when they give a fuck, they'll show up. And we also do it with Phenom Black Brandon, a.k.a. all of these other names that he goes by. <laughs> and um, we do Spoiled Reviews. We do it every other Wednesday. And just to let y'all know, Spoiled is in the name. It's in the title, people. So if you don't want shit spoiled, don't listen. I'm, I'm just I'm just kind of forewarning you. We, we talk about it for real, though. Yeah, uh, what, where, uh, can they find it on vocal and all that stuff? Yes, you can find us, uh, bunch of ways. You can find us on iTunes, Podomatic, soon to be back on Stitch Radio. We have a Facebook account. We have a Tumblr account. We have a Twitter account at Spoiled Movie Pod. Trying to think of anything else. Uh, oh, Google you, Plus? You, Google Plus account. You can also uh, donate your account uh, to the show if you love us, uh, so that we can. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Like I have to, right? But you yes, know, if you don't yes, have, if you don't yes. want to, then you just hate us. That's, that's all. right. That's right. So that we can push up, push and uh, promote the show, and we do the shows Wednesdays, every other Wednesday at nine thirty. Um, we do a show next Wednesday, right? I think. Yeah, next, next Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah, next Wednesday. And we. There's a good chance that we might be reviewing <sighs> Battleship. Battleship. Yeah. Who the hell wants to go see Battleship? Not me, but I. What else are we gonna review? There's that Tyler Perry movie as well that I can't remember the name of right now. Mm-mm, I don't know. No, no, no. Tyler Perry. I'd rather see Battleship before I go see some Tyler Perry shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. But yeah, so we're gonna go see probably, probably. <laughs> I just Battleship. like how psyched you sound about that. Like you're so ready to go see Battleship right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I found the poll. Um, <laughs> the poll. I'm not ready to see it. Mm-mm. Yeah, it, it's. I don't. I don't want to see that shit either, man. Mm-hmm. Jesus God. Uh, sorry. <laughs> but but we gotta. We I think we we kind of owe it to the um, to the fans, to to see it right. We do. Um, I think we do. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Before before I forget, don't forget to leave us uh, iTunes reviews on iTunes. And just so you know, the same rules apply here to apply on the black guy who tips. We only do five-star reviews. So if you want your reviews read on the show, they are five stars only. All right. Well, the actual poll that, that we posted about me and Ange and, and getting back together or should we or whatever. 
Um, I believe the, um, the, 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 uh, choices for the poll were, will, will Rod and Ange, uh, get back together? Um, Why yes, uh, no, or nigga, don't you already got a wife? Right. Um, <laughs> that was a, I believe that was the, I believe that's what it was, what, what it was called. Um, I think so too. Uh, of course, um, uh, where am I at? Dashboard. Anyway, the, the comments on the poll, cause you said you want to know what people said. Taco Salad said, keep hope alive. So I appreciate Taco Salad. He believed in us. Uh, Tim Tebow wrote in, uh, the quarterback for New Jersey Jets right now is backup quarterback, New York Jets. Uh, he said, I thought you didn't care about people that you aren't screwing. And I guess I was wrong because I did care that she was gone. Um, DH wrote in, dog, I can swear a while back you asked if real Edge was a little crazy. And I replied, she is a lot of crazy. Right. Like, that was a question still. (laughs) Remember how you feel about dudes who have crazy girlfriends, chicks with crazy boyfriends? Sounds like someone could end up with a crazy net stalker if they ain't careful. It's like, well, we already Facebook friends. It's too late. Yes. What are you going to do? Go back on that? You don't go back on that, okay? Mm-hmm. When you make a promise, the love, to follow someone back, you take that seriously. It's it's real. Uh, D. Frank wrote in, let her be. Plus, polygamy isn't legal. I'm on Team Karen, not Team Ange. Karen, what's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> or actually, what's wrong with them? So, <laughs> me and Ange were, something's wrong with both of us. Uh, Classic says, if you're going to love, make sure it's big love. I think that's a joke uh, thrown to the uh, HBO show. Uh, is it real Ange or real love, says A-Dub. Leave that ch- crazy chick alone. Ooh. Mm, man, you, see, I, I was just telling people on the, the, the podcast a few weeks ago. It's funny how, like, um, once somebody is, like, known on the show, it, people they kind of become, like, a celebrity in people's minds or something, like, not a real person anymore. You can just say whatever you want to. It's like, yeah, that bitch is crazy. Fuck her. God, I hate that cunt. You're like, what? Well, calm down. <laughs> they <laughs> real people. Nigga, that, yes. Nigga, don't you follow her on Twitter? That's a person. Like, actually, you don't know me. Right. Go figure. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't trust that picture of her eye. I know. Right. I can <laughs> tell. that flower. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell everything about her. Red means evil. And uh, Free Will says, nigga, don't you already got a wife? So... Um. Yeah. That, Which one won the poll? Uh, let me see if I can look at just the results real quick. Um, from the pie chart. Why is it? Give me a pie, pie chart. chart. Give me a bar chart. Um, yes, those two crazy kids will work it out. Only ten point four two percent thought we could work it out, Ange. Wow. Now, in all fairness, only six point two five percent thought that we were done forever. So I guess right. we, you know, we were more likely to work it out than ever, than not. And eighty three percent of people said, "Nigga, don't you already got a wife?" So <laughs> you know, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't have made that an option. I don't know. But anyway, man, um, let's get into the business of the podcast because I gotta uh, make sure we get paid for this and I'll uh, make people let people know where to go. Um, this is the Blackout Test Podcast, comedy podcast hosted by me and my wife three times a week. 
And uh, the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. Yes, yes. You can find everything you need to know about the show by going to theblackgowltips.com. And you can go to the About page. And it tells you how to contact us, like our Twitters and iTunes, reviews, all that type of stuff. Um, Like us on our Facebook page. Uh, Go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. It's been a couple weeks since we got one, I think. Or maybe a week or something. I just know when I checked it, I didn't see a new one since the last feedback show. Okay. So y'all do that. Leave us a five-star iTunes review, um, and we promise we'll read it on the show regardless of content. And if you're outside of the United States, please let us know because we only see the U.S. ones. We have to go to your country. Yeah. uh, Yeah, we have to physically fly to your country, (laughs) log on to iTunes, (laughs) and then we can see it. Yes. Um, Internet is wonderful. You can also go to Stitcher Radio and, you know, favorite us, thumbs up, whatever. Uh, Subscribe to us there. You can donate to the show. When you're at theblackoutist.com, subscribe, go to the store, all that stuff, all that great stuff. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. And the show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Um, you can call the show 704-557-0186. Talk to us live on Saturday morning, 704-557-0186. Mm-hmm. You can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And, uh... You can donate your account. Go to donateyouraccount.com slash TBGWT. Now, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. An unofficial sport. It's Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's podcast is brought to you by two sponsors, Karen. That's what I'm talking about. Count them. Ah, 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 One. <laughs> two. two. Uh, 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 uh. uh the first of which being Shadow Dog Productions. Yes. Uh Jay, you worked with Shadow Dog Productions in the past, man. How do you feel about them? Um, I think they're awesome. They're pretty incredible. They do excellent work. They have some incredible audio plays. Um expressly some of them written by me. So they have awesome stuff if you like anything that has to do with uh intrigue, mystery, danger. Uh, or even just some some lighthearted comedy. I'm pretty sure you can find it all there. Shut up, uh, Alfred. I'm about Jay, to say, Jay, you, kinda, got, you sound kind of just, broken up over just, there, that man. That sound like we're about to lose some on the cell phone reception. Yeah. Um, you, uh, but yeah, so you, you enjoy working with them, man. I think I've actually, We've actually done your work before. Done some of your work. Yes, we have. Yeah. So we appreciate that, man. Um, all right. So uh, today's podcast is sponsored by them, and uh, it's by the. Last chance, people. Last chance to get the DVD of Dirt Cheap Therapy for a long time. Because at the end of the month, they're going to pull it. And once they pull it, they're going to go and try to get worldwide distribution. So that means your ass will not be able to get one until that happens. I got my copy. Yes, sir. So get in now to check out this. uh, We in this one. Yeah, we're in the movie. So you definitely want to get it for that. Um, and of course, it's actually a quality production. It's it not, um, is. it's not some cheap ass, like, handicam bullshit. It's it is actually hilarious. It's you'll actually good. be like, oh shit, I'm watching a movie. I can't believe that these and people. And it ain't bootleg. Yeah, I can't believe these professional people are associated with Rod and Karen. I know, right? That's what I, that's, <laughs> that's what, what I say. said. Yes. Every time I get paid, I'm like, hmm, and he's still, still, still tricking them. <laughs> So, yeah, you can get in now. Check out the hilarious comedy featuring friends of the show, Alexa Yeems, Amanda Elizabeth, Nathaniel J. Brown. That sexy voice. John Fouts, Elijah Chester, and Lisa Odom. All people have been on the show. Uh, plus, they still got some signed posters and memorabilia uh, for just a handful of orders. So, make sure you uh, order as soon as possible so you can get you something. Um, and I didn't get a signed poster. 
I actually kind of wanted to sign a poster. Oh, that's well, that's sad, man. You like wrote stuff and mm. yeah, yeah. Good, good so you can have stuff that somebody who actually wrote and contributed to it doesn't have. Think I about guess, that. I guess Dexter big times you, man. Um, Pretty Jay, much. Jay, you're breaking up a little bit. I'm gonna hang up and call you right back, man. Um, but okay. but I'm gonna keep going though. Um, but yeah, so uh, basically, you can do that. Get the sign posters and all that stuff free, and this week only. Getting towards the end of the week, people. Free shipping. Mm-hmm. My favorite type of shipping. The best kind. And Lisa is the one that does, uh, I like the blackout who tips because Ra and Karen are hot. That's right. That's a real show. Um, so, yeah. So, check it out, man. Yeah, you guys are, should be familiar with a lot of their work because um, they've been on the show. And if you've uh, ever downloaded any of the audio plays, stuff like that, because all that stuff helps out the show when people it can uh, contribute uh, and make, you know, make their sales go up, which makes them want to give us money. Mm-hmm. Um, it all helps. So, yeah, shadowdollproductions.com slash DCT for Dirt Cheap Therapy. Um, all right, man. Uh, we got one more sponsor that we have to do, Karen. Mm-hmm. But before I do the sponsor, we need to get some um, sexy type of music or something. Oh, snap now. Um, let's see what we got here. Our final exam will be coming up at the end of this week. The test will be comprised of 20% written, 30% oral, and 50%... Hey, I'm pretty sure that is Ron Jeremy, by the way. And I'm a pointer sword. That's the only way I know that man's voice. Sorry. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Which is which probably sad. This week. The test will be comprised of 20% written, 30% oral, and 50% anal. Any questions? Oh, shit. What kind of test is this? Yes, dear. Will there be any extra credit? I am so glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like there's going to be some XX extra credit, if you know what I'm yeah, saying. Sound like they got their own toys. Well, fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, there's no shame in that, people. No. There's nothing wrong wanting to please yourself and your lover. That's how you keep them. And it's going to be cheaper to keep them because with this offer, you can get 50% off of just about any item at adamandeve.com. Yes, I mean, and, and the thing is, you know what? He gets tired and she gets tired, but you still want more. Mm-hmm. So this is a good way to still get it off. Yeah, batteries get don't. You off. Yeah, batteries don't ever get tired. No, they don't. And just so you know, you might want to get the cheap dollar batteries because them uh, dual cells is a little strong. <laughs> okay. Just let y'all know. <laughs> and and uh, also, you know, don't forget that uh, there's other things you can get there to share with each other. There's a uh, like tongue. These there's this one thing that goes on your tongue and kind of vibrates. It's mm-hmm. uh, pretty straight. Um, there's all kinds of rings, and uh, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So yes, uh, male and female rings. Yeah. So make sure you guys are doing that. Beads. I know a lot of ladies like the beads. Mm-hmm. So uh, y'all make sure y'all do that vibrating egg. So just giving you all some suggestions. Fifty <laughs> percent uh, off, man. Make sure you're taking advantage of it. G Spot Tours. Anyway, but that's not all. Oh no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Yeah, I, 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 I call it a three for one. You get a menage a trois for one item. Yeah, there's also all types of lubrications and stuff. You can get like a vat of lube and you never have to go back to uh, the grocery store again and shop in that aisle where all the women's hygiene products are. They do have that side by side, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it's like KY, <laughs> KY jelly and yeast. Yeast. 
beast. Yes. Like that's how it feels. Like, <laughs> that's how it feels in your head when you're standing there. Like you're like, let me move quickly. Condoms and vaginal. You dirty whore. Like no more. You go online, take care of that. Fifty percent off. Um, plus, you get a free extra gift that's so central that we can't even mention it on the radio. Nope. Top it all off, you get free shipping. Shit. Yes, sir. These people are insane. Is Dexter writing this stuff? All you gotta do. <laughs> All you got to do is go to adamandeve.com, get that 50% off one item when you put in the code TBGWT at checkout. When you do that, three free DVDs, free extra gift that is really central. I can't even talk about it. And free shipping. The alpha code is TBGWT at adamandeve.com. All right, man. Let's do some podcasting. Let's do this, son. We're all caught up with our guests, people in love and stuff. Uh, yeah, my boyfriend's gonna start listening to in about like five minutes. So okay, that's cool. Maybe <laughs> that doesn't can... matter. We can get more ratchet. Let's scare them. All yeah, up. maybe he can get some um some of these toys. <laughs> Hopefully, he was listening to that um that advertisement. Get fifty percent off, dog. Save yourself some time. Um, all right, man. So um, I've never been a fan, and I didn't realize it till last night when I was um I was eating. Karen made dinner, and uh, I went to the fridge, and I got this ice cream out. And and I was like, cool, I'm about to, I, I like to let my ice cream kind of like thaw out a little bit before I eat it. So like, you know, I set it down on the counter and then I went, I was like thirsty and then I went and got a soda and I set it next to the ice cream and I was eating my food and I reached down to get the uh, soda and I kind of touched the ice cream and I realized something. Um, I've never been a fan of ice cream floats. Like it, it, oh. it's, it seems like a waste of two great individual products. <laughs> and if you give me ice cream and a soda, I think to myself, cool, I have something to look forward to later while I drink this soda. I don't ever think. <laughs> Let's combine them. Yeah, I've never thought, like, this will be good. Soda and ice cream. I don't, mm. I don't ever think I've had an ice cream float. Yeah, you, you guys into ice cream floats? I've had one, and I saw it when you said that last night, and it was like I said, uh, at least I saw you tweeted that, tweet that last night, and I remember thinking, like, he's right, because you have to take a spoon out, and, like, I don't like things that I have to do extra work for, mm-hmm. which is becoming a thing for me for some reason. But, it's like relationships. Yeah, too much work, but honestly, I just, Man. I do not, that is sad, <laughs> I know, right? But she said, me just don't keep, like keep it having real. to break out a spoon. It's it's annoying. Like, I, I just want to drink a, either drink a soda or eat some ice cream, but never at the same time. Yeah, and it, it does that weird thing where it's not the right temperature ever. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's never... And, 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 and don't the ice like cream melt in the soda? Yeah, the ice cream melts into the soda, but it's never, like, really ice cream and solid, and it's never really drinkable like a fucking soda until it's way too late and you don't want it anymore, because it's just a disgusting, sugary, fucking frothy mess. Like Frothy, exactly. <laughs> I don't like the consistency of it. I had one... For the first time, maybe like two months ago, and I was like, "This is horrible." It's like root beer or Coke. I had a choice, and they were both disgusting. <laughs> now, oh, I'm not a root beer fan either. Now root we're all disgusting. we're all we're all ethnic, so maybe it's a white thing or something. It is. It is. Yeah. Because yeah, I a white like person eggs. gave me that. Yeah, I, that's what I think it is. I think we figured it out because like only white people in their movies say stuff like, "Oh, let's go get root beer, beer floats." floats. Like, exactly. why I'm would you do that? I'm not a root beer fan, so that, 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 that's probably why I've never had one. Because I'm like, root beer, that shit's nasty. No, yeah. thank you. I, I would say, let's go get some soda and ice cream. Yeah, yes, and we <laughs> would have it separately. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about Michael Jackson the other day. Um, um, I can't remember what triggered this, but um, 
uh and maybe this is fucked up but he's dead now so i can say stuff no um, way I think, <laughs> <laughs> what michael jackson's dead can you believe this why didn't nobody tell me no this is bad I, you know what man i hate how people on twitter act like every time you say it he just you just killed him again yes <laughs> jesus man he dead man i was a fan it's cool um, but I was thinking, man, like, I, I've always been like, I don't think Michael Jackson did that shit, right? I don't think he right. ever touched little boys. I do think he's, like, kind of messed up and crazy and never had a childhood and was trying to reclaim it and all that stuff. But I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, yo, maybe he did do it because, you know, if you look at him over his lifetime, he tried to change his appearance of his of his face and his skin tone and all that, his hair and he turned from like a little black boy into a white woman and i was thinking like if 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 whenever he went to court no one ever convicts white women like he had like it gave him the most chance to get off for any crime that he did because white women in america typically get away with everything ask casey anthony like it's just it's just part of the deal if you're a white woman in america you're not going to do you're going to do the least amount of time possible even if you're guilty I feel like I should add one caveat to that. Like, you have to be an attractive white right, woman. Right, of Ugly course. white yeah, women don't get any breaks. Yeah. Eileen Wernos, no breaks right. for her. Shout She's out to Charlize Theron and Monster. Mm-mm. Exactly. Ugly women don't get breaks. But no, I agree with you. Uh, I, apparently, he was going for attractive white women and his efforts to get off. Uh, it was, it was so case. smart, too, man. Like, what if, like, R. Kelly would have did that or, or, like... You know what I mean? Like, what if, like, what if somebody like Chris Brown would have tried that? I Kelly sang himself free. He sang so long, he made people forget. Yeah, I just wonder what would have happened though if somebody else would have tried this technique. Well, the factory would be a lot weirder then. <laughs> the milk, there'd be the, the white vanilla, chocolate, the, the white chocolate factory. factory. Um, yeah. Um, the white chocolate factory. Yeah. yeah, but I, but still, like, you think America would have caught on if like Chris Brown punched Rihanna and then he started growing his hair out and getting skin treatments and shit. <laughs> showing up to court dancing on cars and shit um anyway man um so we just moved and uh i know i guess and she just moved too so she might know about moving pains and stuff um and did you know your neighbors and stuff when, before you moved mm, no no so not really no i live with a, i live in a like a complex and everyone else is old white people mm. that's well, the best before we moved, we had a, a lady who lived next to us. I, went, I don't want. I wouldn't call her old, but she, uh, was, she was so friendly. And she was a stalker. Well, some people say stalker. Some people say friendly. Um, so she was really friendly to us, man. Um, like every time we would get in out the car, like she was uh, talk to us by name and stuff, and um, like she she would uh like always try to have conversations with us. And um, I, I guess uh, times have changed because I guess back in the day that used to be a good thing. But for me and Karen, it was just more annoying than anything, mm-hmm. which is fucked up, man, because she was being really nice. And we were like, oh, geez, bitch, shut up. You know, it's like, <laughs> hey, Rod and Karen, how are you guys doing? And I was work today. It's like, it was great. Uh, I, I, I got to go. And, you know, times have changed because you're almost looking like, what do you want? It's like you almost get defensive almost. It's right. like, okay, why are you trying to break my barriers down? What do you want? What are you trying to steal from me? What are you trying to rob from me? That's sad, but it, all, it but is it, sad. It almost you almost get to that point. And overall, I'm very very friendly, but I'm like, okay, this is this is not an environment that I feel safe with just randomly having a conversation with somebody I barely know. Yeah, Karen is the worst because like she'll say that now, 
but when the people are around she's always overly friendly like I'm just trying to get the fuck out of there and Karen's always the one like <laughs> but we're in the oh, grocery yeah. store you, we're, we're, it's a little different than you outside mm-hmm. even when we're outside you like remember when we were moving and she came out and she was like oh so y'all moving what did I say nothing right <laughs> I didn't want to be rude. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's different on the podcast, but in real life, Karen's like, "Oh yeah, we're about to move, and do y'all need any help?" Oh no, we got this, baby, and all this stuff. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like moving was, heavy shit. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I didn't want to just ignore her. But I like we saw her at the store one day, and she was like. I never really see you guys. Uh, I just hear a little bit of noise and then y'all off to work. And I was thinking like, yo, does that mean she can hear us having sex? Like, is that what I she's saying? She can. Like, I just hear some fucking in the morning and then I don't even see y'all no guys more. Y'all off to work. Before the sun rises, I'm still washing my hair out here. Here you leave. Yeah. And if, I mean, and if she... I was she, like, what is you timing? And if she can hear the sex in the morning and stuff, can I at least get her up top when I see her every once in a while? <laughs> I'd at least oh, appreciate yeah, you it. you did a good job this morning. Yeah. You know, she's a single, lonely woman and stuff over there. So maybe she could be like, I don't know what she's doing on the other side of the wall. Maybe she's mm-hmm. getting off to it. But I, I expect at least some dap or something. <laughs> a head nod, you know. Like, oh, I'll see you, player. I know. Right to my she was trying to offer us a, offer us a three-way. I said, told her, I declined that. Well, I told Karen, because she's hinting about being able to hear us and stuff several times. Um, which I think is just her talking about us having sex. So I told Karen the least we can do as, as neighbors is offer her some sex. That's the least. I no. mean, if you, if you have a big plate of food sitting, uh, you know, on your porch and your neighbor comes over and is like, I'm so hungry. Wouldn't you just be like, Oh man, you want, I got some extra chicken. You like some chicken or something like that, Karen? No, I mean, I mean selfish. I mean, just no, selfish. I mean it's, it's it's not it's selfish. Different type of cookie to be giving your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not being selfish. Yeah. I think if she wasn't as annoying, I might be like, hmm. But I'm like, nah, you get on my nerves. I don't know, man. I mean, we'd be doing her a favor and whatnot, <laughs> but it'll be a good going away present. Because <laughs> she did sound sad when they when she found she out was we were hurt. She was hurt. She was very hurt, hurt. Man. and I didn't want her to feel She's that like, way. Damn it. I mean, it was more for her than me. I don't, I don't even fantasize. Mm-hmm. No, seriously. I my, know, right? my, fanta- my fantasy is not two women, honestly. But I said, for this, for this woman, she is just such a, a, a sad case that I would help her out, man. She, I think she was recently divorced and, uh, all this stuff, man. And she had a kid, but sometimes a kid be with the father. So I was like, you know, we should help her out, Karen. And Karen was just being no. not neighborly. Mm-mm. Um, speaking of not neighborly. Jim Cook is going to stay in the cookie jar. Right. <laughs> speaking, speaking of not neighborly. Um, do you guys ever buy anything on eBay? Uh, Cookies? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's illegal. I think you're talking about, I think you're thinking about Craigslist, Ange. Um, but Jay, you ever buy anything? Nah, I never buy anything off eBay. Like, I just, I have a hard time trusting them. Like, it's really yeah. difficult for me to trust that someone's going to send me my stuff. Mm. Now, see, here's the thing about eBay. I'm really good at selling stuff. Like, I'm trustworthy. I describe everything accurately. Yeah. I don't sell anything that's bullshit. Nope. Um, so I have a high rating on there. And, of course, uh, paying is easy with PayPal and stuff. But um, PayPal do all the checking for you. The last couple of days, I've been trying to buy Karen an iPod dock for her bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, because she saw that I had an iPod. First of all, we have two separate bathrooms now. Yay! 
Right. I had to get that out. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. Karen, we before we used to have like a half bedroom, half bathroom downstairs and like a full one upstairs, and we shared the full one because it's close to the ba- bedroom and stuff. But um, now that you know we have two bathrooms, the first thing Karen did was move all my shit out to another bathroom yes i just moved like it's like i got evicted and shit <laughs> i went to go, i went to go take a piss i was like the fuck is my clippers doing in here and is that my razor what what happened like a notice on the on the uh door and shit yes this is your shit this is my shit because it's because i like the fact that i can go in there and i see all my shit i don't have to go through your stuff to get to my stuff right i'm, I'm not mad at you I, I i've learned to appreciate it over time but it is beautiful uh, of course i had an ipod dock in there mm-hmm. i put my iphone in there and i listen to music of course two chains all day right. and um, i don't have one Karen got jealous, man. She yes, heard the, I did. She heard the two chains riding around and getting in and stuff. And uh, when I was taking a shower and stuff. I and know. Now, I was like, I can't party in the bathroom. She mm. got to have her own. Yes. You know? um, now, Ange, do you, you, you live with your new boyfriend? Yes? No? No. No? Okay. All right. So you have you ever lived with someone that had to share shit? Yes. Okay. Now, uh, like romantically or just like a brother or sister or something like that? Like roommates and different situations. Yeah, like it's been like that too. I guess romantically. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now, are you really possessive about your shit? Are you like this? Is my bathroom. Get the fuck out. That's no, your bathroom. I'm not very possessive because I don't really have a lot of stuff. I move around a lot, so I'm mm. not one of those people that like grew up and lived in the same house, so develops those skills to be possessive and habits and all that. No. Oh man, I hate people like you, man. Those. <laughs> Cause like y'all are so unselfish that it's fucked up. Like I I need balance. Like I lived in a house with my brother and um you know growing up and we're really possessive because of that. Like we like it was fucked up to the point where like if we had transformers and it took five of them to make like the big transformer and shit, like two of them would be mine, three of them would be his. And we would never put the motherfuckers together. Like, that's wow. how. <laughs> I'm like, well, I get the control destructor. He's like, uh, I mean, devastator. He's like, nope. Mm-mm. You know that arm is mine. You got to put them together with one arm and shit. I was like, fuck. So, um, but, <laughs> but then when I would have roommates and shit that were like not really possessive and stuff, as, as much as that's a great trait to have, it would fuck me up. Cause I would just, yeah. like, I would just come in and be like, man, who drank all my soda? It's like, oh no, man, I, I drank some of your soda, but dude, you can, uh, if you want some of my um, sweet tea vodka or something, just have it. You're like, what? But that's not even a fair trade. Why would? Why are we doing this? I was mad at you. Yes. I want to be mad about my soda, but you just <laughs> you upgraded me. Yes. And you don't care. You don't. Know nope. I mean? Like I'm just mad for no reason and shit. Nope. Yeah, that's that's kind of the worst. Like I I don't like that. I'm possessive too. Like I I don't like you going. Like, and I have like the one rule is don't take more than half or the last of. So, like, if I have, like, you know, two beers in the fridge, you can't drink anymore because that's more than half. Or, and if I have one left, that's the last of. But even then, like, I still have that moment where, like, if I walk in and, like, if I have a six-pack in the fridge and I walk in and my roommates have, have ran through, like, you know, two of them, I'm still like, you know what, y'all didn't put it on the six-pack. Like, I'm that type of person. So <laughs> right. I, I feel you completely. And, I'm very and part much of me, put in on this. And, like, part of it is fucked up because it's just me. It's not even them, like... I restrict myself to shit that I don't even have to. Where yeah. it's like, hey man, why don't you just grab a beer? Nah, I didn't buy any beer. So I'll just take some, <laughs> some nice refreshing water. All right, buddy. I'm like, nah, man, please. Or, you know, it's like, all oh, right, man, uh, we're going out to the club. Uh, you, you need a dress shirt, man. Just wear my shirt. I don't know, buddy. I'll just, uh, stick with this t-shirt and maybe I'll get kicked out and won't get to get in, but whatever. 
<laughs> so I just fucking my own self up, man. I can't help it. It's like I always keep thinking in the back of my mind, like, what do you want from me? Yes, yes. What's, what's the trick? And and I and I think with me and Roger, it was uh, like an adjustment thing because I've always asked. Yeah, I know it might sound strange, but I've always asked. You know, do you want this? You know, what do you plan for? You know, before I would touch stuff. So it was kind of getting adjusted to like a I won't say a free fall, but like if it's in there, we're both eat it now, and I'm yeah. used to that. But man, when we first get married, I would come home, my shit be gone, and I mm-hmm. would be thinking about it on my way home, and I would be living. And then one day he said, we can buy some more. I was like, you know what? Right. Okay, we yeah. can. Well, then don't get angry when I be like, we need some more of then. Yeah, I don't. But also, Karen used to lie, too. Like, Karen would lie and be like, why you eat up all my, 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 my cereal? I'm like, I don't even eat that fucking cereal. Like, you just ate it up yourself and then flipped on me. <laughs> like, no, sometimes you would eat my cereal now. I don't even think it's a lie because, like, I'm I'm possessed to a point where I start imagining things are disappearing, and it's like, yeah, I may have ate it, but it's like there was more cereal in here than like. I Thank you. That type where it's not, I, it's not like I'm lying. I honestly think that something is gone, and I don't remember eating it, and I just well, there's only one other person in the house, so right. who, else, who else got it? And it's you're so possessive that it is almost like it's almost like you have an, a legitimate issue, like you're. You're obsessing about the things that you have, and you're, like, counting every single piece of cereal in the box. Every cornflake, yes. Yeah, because Karen, like, she would let stuff go bad and stuff if you let it. Because she, like, I don't know how she does it, because I can't do this. But if I, like, go out to eat and I have, like, leftovers or something, I put it in the fridge. Like, those leftovers are on my mind. Like every like I'm counting on those leftovers <laughs> at some point. Like those those shits are on the schedule. With Karen, it's like they don't exist. The fridge closes and you might not next time you see those shits, they got legs and it's, we gotta throw it away. Yeah, it's like the secret to uh, Prometheus, that movie and shit. Like but but anyway, man, so um I don't even know how we got on that tangent. But um so I, I think um I just gotta say fuck eBay, man, because people are so shady, man. Yes, they are. Like shady people on eBay are pissing me off, man, because the first thing that happened was I went to go buy you know the same exact iPod dock that I have mm-hmm. in my bed ba- ba- uh, bathroom for Karen, and you know I, I click on it, I read the little description, I read the headline and shit. I'm like, cool, let me buy this. I, I I buy it. I get an email like, "Hey, you just bought this thing." And um, right, you know, right after that, I was like, "Oh, let me go check on it." And I see like in the like not the um headline, but in the description, it says four parts, four parts, and not f o u r f o r. So what they were basically saying was they were selling me a broken uh system for used to make like to use it for parts for some something else uh, i'm like who would yeah. even buy that and they were selling it for the exact same price as buying a new one that worked so like it was just no way to fucking know that this shit is broke and uh i mean it was put it like this you would look at it and assume it was straight right and um so i, I was like yo i need my money back and that person, uh, I was able to catch him in time, got my money back. I'm like, cool. So I, I'm like, all right, now I still need that fucking iPod, Doc. So I go look at another one, see a bit, nice picture of one. It's got, you know, all the stuff, the box and all that. I'm like, cool. Let me go ahead and get this. Read the description this time. Read the headline. I'm like, all right, cool. I should be good. Order it. It gets here yesterday. No cords. No cords. What's And this is uh, not a wireless set. It's just two speakers that's it two speakers it needs like a special type of cord special type of power. they didn't even give me the power cord Mm-mm. so i went back and looked at Can't the description and and that's the thing that's fucked up it's like i'm reading the fucking description 
like I'm expecting to be tricked. I'm reading like small print. I'm reading like everything to make sure I can get my money back. And in like small print at the bottom is like no accessories. <laughs> like, I didn't know the fucking plug was an accessory. I right. thought you needed that shit. That's a necessity. It does not work without that shit. <laughs> like, what kind of shit is that? Hey, man, I'm going to sell you a car. Um, Yeah, no gas or brake pedals. Or um, tires. Yeah, or tires. Those are accessories. No, engine, engine, now you don't need no engine, dog. Yeah. I mean, technically, you got a car. I mean, if you, like, you know, just sit in it and does, you don't want to go anywhere, then, yes, uh, I sold you a car. But if you actually, uh, wait, you was, you was planning on turning it on and, like, using it? Oh shit, dog! Yeah, that's you gonna need some accessories for that. You gonna need a, ah! you gonna need some windows, dog. (laughs) eBay like reminds me of communism. Like communism (laughs) is a really good idea and it's brilliant when you think about it. But when you put people in it, people will always ruin it. That's pretty much eBay. It's a great idea, but once you add people, people will always ruin it because everyone is trying to game the system. Yeah, I, and, and the thing about it is that there are actually really, really good deals and sales and things like that where we haven't had a problem. But I just still really think it's fucked up. You gave me two speakers. Who keeps the cords and be like, you know what? I'm gonna keep all the cords. I just need speakers. Right? What is he even you look for the cords? They have the cords on sale, right? Same price. So you have to come back and buy them cords from them. Like I was looking at that shit. Like, what are you even doing with the fucking cords? You can't do shit with them. I have the one thing that uses that fucking weird ass cord, asshole. You might not want to know what he's doing with those cords. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> probably just collecting cords, just a cord room. Just, <laughs> I'm into my cord room. <laughs> he's probably putting them up people's cookies. <laughs> yeah, it's probably... like a bad R&B song. Yeah. Like come into my cord room. <laughs> <laughs> Trey song. Yes. Come into my cord room. Let me strap you up. <laughs> 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 Trey Songs, the hardest nigga in R and B. Um Yo man, um speaking of moving dog, um and uh, you just recently moved. Uh Jay, I don't know when's the last time you you had to move. Um uh, six months ago. Okay. It sucks. So when you moved, um did you have like a deposit on the old place you moved out of or anything like no, that? No, I did not, thank God, because I would have lost it. Wow. I could, that place was, well, let's just put it like this. That place was better. It was better when I came into it than when I left it. And that's the nicest way for me to say it. Now, did they like hit you up with a bill on your way out? Like, hey, man, you need to pay for all this shit that's fucked up now? Um, yes. I, that conversation did happen. And I was just like, well, uh, just, you know, bill me, send it to me. And, uh, <laughs> I got the bill. And I was like, cool. I will pay that since I'm leaving. But, it, you know, <laughs> I technically have paid part of it. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you pulled the uh, man. I'm trying to think of that CD com- Columbia House. You pulled a Columbia House uh, <laughs> exactly. deal on them and shit. Where it's like, I'll give you the ten dollars for the free CDs. Um, <laughs> the ones you got to pay for, though. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Ange? Did Did you get a bill from the place you moved out of or anything? No, I moved out of my grandma's house. Oh man, now that would have been real fucked up. Move. I know Grandma sent you a bill for food with <laughs> yeah. the board. Uh, Ange, baby, um, I hate to disappoint you. You know here, when you, you left, that shower rack was uh, intact. Okay, so I'm gonna need uh, fifty dollars for that. And I'm gonna uh, need for you to replace the soap rack, baby. Yeah, I noticed some of your blinds was a little crooked, and um, that's coming out of your deposit. So mm-hmm. I love you. I'll see you at Christmas, baby. Um, 
Yeah. With the money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. I'll see you at Christmas with my money. If you don't bring your money, you are officially uninvited. Yeah. You let me know when you're going to have my money so we that'll determine what kind of Christmas present you might or might not get. Um, also, when we were moving, like, my brother was helping us, uh, my boy Justin, uh, his brother, my dad helped us, Karen, uh, my brother's girlfriend helped us. And one other person. And, uh, yeah, this random dude that I work with, which was awkward because um, I didn't recognize him. <laughs> so, oh, but he recognized you? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad because I don't talk to anyone at work. So he just, like, walked up and I was like, dang, dog, you look familiar. He's like, you need some help? I was like, Sure. Like, everyone's expecting me to say no. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> Help, please. Ha- yes, yes. This shit, heavy. So, yes. And he was, like, walking around the neighborhood with his, like, the cut, uh, cut off shirt. So, he was, he had his guns out. I was like, okay, pretty buff. You can handle a couch. Here you go, buddy. So, um, he, uh, helped us move in and shit. And so while he's out there, I'm like, dog, you look real familiar, man. Um, where I know you from? You, uh, play basketball at the YMCA? Wow, that's where you know everybody from. And he's like, nah. And I was like, hmm. You ever work for my old, you know, company I used to work at? Nope. Man, I don't know, man. What's your name? Kevin. Okay. Kevin. I don't know, man. You look familiar, dog. You uh, do this. Do you do that? I couldn't figure it out. And he's like, uh, I work at, and he named my new place I work at. I was like, oh, shit, I'm an asshole. I'm a huge, <laughs> huge, huge asshole who's self-absorbed and never pays attention to anyone. So, yeah, he helped us move in. That was nice of him. Um... And uh, and, and apparently uh, the thing is he works at night, so that's why I don't really see, see him because I, I work yeah. during the day. So like I don't, I must have just seen him like walking in or out, out or something like that. I must not have really got to know him. Not like I talk to people anyway. But um, what I was gonna say though, man, um, I wonder if our old apartment's gonna fuck us on like moving out expenses. We stayed there like five years. They better not. They already charge you a fee for fucking cleaning up. Yeah, like cleaning the That's carpet. That's why your dad and all was that. like, clean up. I say, shit, they're going to bill us. They're going to get all the damn dirt up in here. <laughs> clean it all up. I'm paying for it anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wonder, man, if they're going to hit us up with a bill or something like, hey, dog, you didn't take care of this. or Because, I mean, everything's in really good condition, but I just figure like five years of wear and tear on anything, there's got to be something that I'm not even fucking thinking about, like a cabinet that won't open or something or. I don't know, something weird or whatever, but, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I was just gonna ask to see if you guys experienced it, but looks like y'all haven't really had too uh, much bad experience. Oh, like when you were talking about the dude that you worked with that you didn't recognize as a dude that, uh, worked days when I worked nights at a uh, job I was at. And I would see him, he'd always be like, oh, what's up, man? I'd be like, yeah, hey, man. And, you know, I'm like saying what's up to him because I don't know him, but you know, if someone says what's up to him, they're smiling and happy and you're leaving work. So you're like happy too. So I'm like, yeah, man, what's up? And then, like, uh, one day he was just, like, talking to me, and I was like, dude, where do I know you from? And he was like, yeah, it turns out that he lived across the street from my parents, and every time I came to my parents' house, he would see me and speak to me. And I was like, yeah, hey. <laughs> and I did not connect that, that he was the same person. Like, I didn't, I could not connect it. I was like, who? And I finally was just, like, one of those, like, one day we started talking, I was like, yo, who are you? And he was like, yeah, um, you know, I've lived next door to your parents for about 11 years. And I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. Well, then you were, and he was there for like, when I was there, when I graduated uh, high school, he lived next door to my parents and I was still living at home. And it was like, oh, well, this is awkward now. Yeah, I always feel like a huge asshole for not remembering people. I'm, I'm really good with names anyway. But like at work, I just, I kind of shut down sometimes. And you know what? I, you know what? 
I don't. I, I guess I'm gonna say I don't feel like an asshole. It's for the for the fact that there's so many people. I can't remember. Uh, but a lot of people know my name. But if you ask me on Jeopardy, I would lose all my money. Yeah, I'm great. I'm great with names. I'm great. I'm, I, I, I literally I would know the names. I know yeah. faces. Like I'm excellent with faces. Names. Mm-mm. Yeah, names cool. are no problem for me. It's just kind of a gift I have, but. Yeah, it, but that makes it even more embarrassing when I don't know your name or whatever. I don't whatever. think that's my fault though. Like I don't, I don't blame take blame for it because like I'm a six foot six funny black man, right? So like you should you have a tendency to stand out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, interesting. Like you're not interesting, so it's not my fault I didn't remember you. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that, I always try to be interesting and make people remember me. Uh, whenever I make a first impression, like I like pull my dick out and piss on something in front of them, <laughs> they'll be like, "Oh shit, yeah, Rod, I remember that dude. That dude's crazy." I'm like, mm-hmm. But you know my name, though. Um, <laughs> yo, man. Also, um, porn is becoming mainstream. And I know this because I forgot to put some of mine up while we were moving. And my brother found it. And my dad saw it. And we had a conversation about, about it. Conversation about his porn. Yes. We yeah. were all joking. His first girlfriend. of all, that's not. that's You're talking about the second time. I'm oh, talking about I the first time. I didn't see the first time. time. I'm sorry. I was moving the TV stand in the bedroom. And, I, and like I was like. Why the fuck is the door opening? I open up the door at the TV stand. I was like, oh shit, I left my porn in here. <laughs> and, 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 and like, with my brother and my dad, without missing people, were like, well, what, what do you got? Like, it's like <laughs> shit was like baseball cards. Like, oh, Vanessa Del Rio, you got the classics, huh? Mm, I raised I raise them right. Um, it would, how embarrassing would it be if it was all like gay porn and shit, though? That would be fucked up. Yeah, like a brown paper bag porn. Or like. <laughs> it's like, what, what is this hardcore Japanese rape porn you've been looking at? Oh, I don't know. Put those tentacles back down. Oh, I, meat porn? What's going on? Yeah, I've never seen uh, throwing up porn. Uh, and you don't want to. Um, but yeah, and then another time, like, so then that was the first time. I'm like, it was it wasn't that bad because like it's my brother and my dad and I mean we're men we grew up in the same house it's not really a uh, secret that uh, men watch pornography sometimes and women too but um so so I was just like whatever let me go put this up in the car and shit you know kept carrying it very carefully you know you don't want to scratch that um so ah! I, I went i mean hey karen took a lot of work to get that collection just right yes and you have a deep collection yes sir. when i put them in alphabetical order like that you don't want to waste that you don't <laughs> what if i get it scratched now i'm out of a, a dvd so um yeah I, I you know i put it all up and all that stuff and uh of course you can get the same dvds at adamandeve.com 50 percent off use code tbgwt mm-hmm. anyway nice <laughs> so the second time um we were um we were in a kitchen of this house of this apartment like everyone's just unloading shit mm-hmm. and now my brother's girlfriend's helping us like the, like i said my co-workers here and shit man these niggas just start going through my fucking porn and talking about the titles and shit <laughs> we right was. everybody we was, we, was, we was tripping over there and like this like like the thing was like i would take uh at the time i would take like videos from the internet and like record them onto a dvd because i paid too much for that fucking tv to be jacking off to a 13 inch laptop sorry people i'm a grown ass fucking man and i'm going to treat myself um so i would burn it on dvd so i would be able to watch the shit like uh, like an adult and um i was they would i was so i would name them so i remember like this one's different than that one and i would always name them like funny shit so i'll be like the porn identity 
or some shit like <laughs> <laughs> something like that um porn wars uh revenge of the sith or some shit like that and uh they were cracking up man i i, I those are always inside jokes but it just struck me like how mainstream porn is where like fucking four or five people are laughing at like oh you got porn like together and no one was like oh porn oh, no. you know although i should have lied to him and been like oh i jacked off over all those so yeah <laughs> thanks for touching my stuff assholes <laughs> um, well that's fine i live here so hey also i don't know if you guys have ever done this but um y'all ever gone to like u-haul or a rent center type place or something and rented a truck like a big moving truck yeah, I've done that. What about you, Ange? You ever had mm-hmm. to drive the truck? No, I am not. I guess ladies don't get to drive the truck, I guess. That's kind of a man mm-hmm. thing, huh? I can. I have before. But well, I drove the fuck out of this truck, man. That was a big-ass truck, son. I was a truck-driving <laughs> man. Yeah. I'm not talking a U-Haul big truck, because some people are not. Nah, we went to an actual rental place yes. and rented out this big-ass, like, 16,000-pound um, truck. And I was, and and they were trying to fuck us on the gas so bad, like that they they, yeah. they they fuck with you on the gas because they're, they're always like, well, uh, do you want to get prepaid gas? It's uh three fifty as opposed to five fifty a gallon. Like, yeah, I guess I could do that. Well, how much do you think you're gonna use? Uh, motherfucker, it's your car. Uh, I'm telling you how far I'm going. How much do you think I'm gonna use? It's like, oh, uh, how far are you going? Are you gonna be making several trips? Now I'm gonna make one trip about ten miles. Oh, that's that might be like half a tank or so. So I'm like, nigga, that does not make <laughs> logistical sense. Like, no one would make a vehicle that fucked up ten miles and half a tank is gone. Is it a twenty mile tank? Yeah. Oh, so like I'm I'm negotiating with this dude, but halfway like pissed because I know he's fucking me. Like I know he's trying to fuck me. He's like, well, maybe about a quarter tank. I'm like, I know it won't be a quarter tank. I know it won't be, and um. So anyway, we get this, you know, I'm just like, fuck it, let's uh, just pay whatever and go. And he pulls up with the fucking truck and he got the AC running. Man, fuck you. How you gonna have the AC running and you know that I'm trying to conserve on the gas, asshole? <laughs> yeah, that shit all the way cranked up to like, to just the, 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 the freeze. freezingest freezing <laughs> it could be, man. But um, once I got in there, everything was forgiven because I, I was driving a big truck. And, that was uh, a big ass truck. I was calling Karen on the phone. And uh, playing CB. Yeah, I'd be like, "Hey, what's going on? Ten four, you good, buddy? What's going on? What's, what's your handle?" Ten four. We all good back here in the back. There's no cars to the left or to the right of. You can make that wide turn there, buddy. Yeah, I'm like, watch my back. I'm like, we got some fuzz out here today. Let me know what's on my six. Over. Yeah, good time, man. We, we did. Man, we turned it into a game, man. The truck driving game. If you guys ever get to do that. Oh, I suggest so everybody much fun. do it. Yes, uh, I believe Karen's handle was uh, "Say That Again." It was. I don't remember what my t- handle was. Um, probably two chains or something. Thought <laughs> um, <laughs> it was. But yeah, man, we played Caravan. I played some truck driving music um, on my iPod. I <laughs> uh, went to Spotify and found some some truck driving jams. But one thing I can't say about that truck. If you ever get a chance and you move, it's worth every dime. Because that thing had a lift. That thing was beautiful. Yeah, it had a motorized lift gate. It was mm-hmm. it was dope, so man. I had like one of those real serious straight trucks then. Yeah, yeah. dog. We was we was balling out and, there, man. And, and and it was so big. We packed all the shit in there one trip. I looked at Roderick. I said, truck this big ain't no two trips. Um, also, uh, in North Carolina, we had a, uh, uh, we went and voted. Mm-hmm. 
um apparently uh gays are trying to get married in this good old nation of the united states yes they are and, you know i'm sure our forefathers object to all of this especially thomas jefferson he you know he was heavily believer in the <laughs> sanctity of marriage and uh the equal rights of everyone um but anyway so we went to the polls man um because i want gays to be able to get married man and it didn't pass Mm-mm. and um i think it's because one it was the republican like primary type you know ron paul yeah, still on the nah, ballot and i and shit. think they purposely scheduled it like this too yeah so and a lot of democrats weren't at the polls because um i didn't see a lot of advertising for you know, like awareness to like go out and vote for this yeah all the all, everything i seen was no yeah it was all negative ads and like i don't i don't even know where you guys stand on gay marriage i guess i should have asked before i started but uh where y'all stand on it Andrew j you for against um, I'm actually for it. I don't think that that's the type of thing that should be legislated. I'm really not a big fan of that that brand of legislation. Ange, what about you? Um, what did you say? Where, you, where did you, you stand you, on that? I'm sorry. Um, I'm, oh wait, no, no, no. no, no. You We're tell us what you, you stand. Yeah, we're asking you. Are you for or against gay marriage? Um, I guess I would probably say I don't know because I really don't care enough to say I'm against it. Right. But but uh, you're not but you're not for it either there's a certain like species preservation thing i start to think about i'm not a big fan of like i, I just it's hard to say i'm sorry it's not i don't care enough to say no though like for that i say yes like a lot of people mistreat the idea of marriage nowadays especially through city hall as a document as a legality thing so i say go for it mm-hmm. i don't care enough to like go against it but you know do i do i have friends that are gay you know would i rally against like yes gays should get married and blah blah, blah. Probably not because okay. it goes against a little bit of what so I so basically you're you're not marching but at the same time you don't you wouldn't like fight against it. I wouldn't march in either direction. Absolutely right. not. Okay. No. For All me, right. I say yeah, do it because like I said, a lot of people tr- mistreat that as and and you know like a marriage idea and entity you know like it's just a paper people get married all the time just as a paper so for that give them their paper you know let them have their rights and all that okay but okay well let's talk first of all that's fine let's talk about the uh butt part of that though like when you were saying um species preservation you mean like having children and shit yeah like do i think the world should be gay am i i, I don't know like, yes am the I world a fan of gay like probably <laughs> not i think like 95 to 98 percent of people should go ahead and be gay like let's get that started <laughs> right now uh mandatory right now. <laughs> obviously mandatory uh let's get a law passed um no i don't I, I, but um what so what about like heterosexual couples that can't have children or don't want to have children should you should we be forced to procreate and think Cause I'm, I, I could, I could be down for that if you get some video cameras and put it on the internet. Mm-mm. No, I don't want no kids. Oh, okay. There's enough chaps in the world. So, uh, well, yeah, but Ange, what about people that, um, you know, they're married but they don't want to have kids, but they're not gay? No, I mean, I guess I don't care enough about it. That's what yeah. I have to stick with. Like, I don't. Hey. I guess I don't care. Well, I, I don't say care what they do, you know, because like then if I'm gonna get at them, I gotta get at a lot of people, and right. it, you know, it's not enough. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. I don't really care that much about people I'm not having sex with. But in this case, I'm really for gay people getting married, man, because I feel like it's an important um, civil rights issue. It, like it, it matters to me, and um, like, and I just didn't think it mattered to that many people because I think most people are kind of like you, where it's like 
if it happened, they wouldn't like be sad or upset or anything. But if it didn't happen, they wouldn't be too mad either. It's kind of like that's fucked up, man. Y'all need to let them get married and leave them alone. It's like yeah, I'm not sure how much that affects me. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, and and for me, it's how I imagine that racism existed in like the '60s and '70s and shit, where like white people was just like, eh. <laughs> like, it's like, yo, man, they hung another innocent black kid. They say they whistled at a white woman. Uh, my kids are white, so I don't see why that would and, and, and bother you, me. And you know what? And this is the way I look at it. And everybody can come from the, all these different angles. I look at it like this. It's more of a rights thing. Mm-hmm. And we live in a country full of rights, mm-hmm. gun rights, all these rights. And this is the thing. Once you start stripping rights from one group of people, what makes you think you won't come down my alley and start stripping some of the rights and some of the things that I like to do and I enjoy to do? And so my thing is that um, it doesn't need to be regulated and things like that. But at the same time, I think that they have the right to just yeah, like okay. people who are Christians. If they have the right to go to church, you go to church. You know, if, if they pass a law that says nobody goes to church, you would have a fit. Why? Because you feel like they were picking on you. And that's how yeah. this group of people feel. But because they're not picking on you and they're not putting bars around your doors, they're not telling you you don't have the right to do something. You don't care. And. I feel like once you start stripping rights, everybody's going to hit something that affects you, and you don't care until it affects you, but I need to push your rights so they won't take my rights. Right. First they came for the homosexuals, and I said nothing. What were you going to say, Adjiv J? I was going to say, actually, I agree with Karen on that. That's my biggest pet peeve against it. Like, whether or not I think personally a person uh, should be homosexual doesn't matter. It's really more about the fact that each person should be able to live their life how they want to. Yes. If you're... If you're like, because I know a lot of devout Christians who are trying to like push this and say, well, we need to stop this. We have to make it happen. Stop. And my whole thing to them is like, well, technically, if you're a devout Christian, you believe in the presence of a God. If God is letting them make that like that decision on their own, who are you to tell them they can't do it? And that and that and that's especially my, if that's it's not my, especially if it's not hurting anybody. Yeah, and that's exactly. my that's my thing, adjective J. Everybody has the right, the the free will of choice, and that's the thing. People ought to have the right to choose to do this if they want to. And who am I to stop you? Yeah, I saw an old lady at the poll. And, I mean, she looked like Mr. Burns. She was in a wheelchair and she had an oxygen mask. I'm not joking. She, she like... I mean, you know how, like, you go past that age of old and sweet to just old and, like, Crip Keeper? Like, she was at Crip Keeper. Huh? And she was just sitting up there, and she's, like, she she couldn't even, like, operate the electronic, like, uh, the voting machine. Oh, did somebody else have to vote on her behalf or something? Well, she had to have, like, help and shit. Like, she had a dude that wheeled a chair and then helped her vote. Wow. And so she didn't even know she was registered as a Democrat. Oh. Um, so she was mad because she was like... I, she like stopped the dude that was helping me get to, uh, the, the machine. It was like, I have a question. And he was like, what's, uh, can I help you, ma'am? She's like, he's, he's like, I just need to get this guy to his, uh, thing. I'll be right back. She's like, no, I need help right now. Now I <laughs> want to vote for the two guys I want to vote for are Republicans and I don't see them on here. I can't vote for them. And he's like, well, that's cause you're registered as a Democrat. Well, that's why I left the house. To vote for them? And I was like, you know she ain't vote for them gay people to get married. This shit is not passing. People leaving their deathbeds to make sure this shit ain't happening? Uh, that's Fuck serious. that. This shit will not pass. So it didn't pass in North Carolina. Um, and uh, and Karen, as, as much as she advocates for the rights, I had to call her and make her vote. Man, and, and let me explain. <laughs> we just moved, and I was very, very tired. 
And I had to go to the um, CVS. And I was like, fuck, I got to go to the CVS. I got to do this. I got to do that. So I went to the CVS. And he called me while I was at CVS. And he was like, you need to go vote. And I was like, you know, nah, I'm, I'm coming home. I'm tired. You know, I want to rest. And then he reminded me of something very important. He was like, you need to change your address. I was like, fuck you, right. I said, because if I leave it to them, they might fuck that shit up. And I might not be able to vote come November. Fuck that. I will yeah. vote for the gays, and I will be sure I can vote in in November. Not only that, but I believe my exact words were when she was like, I don't know if I want to vote or not. I was like, Toya, chill, Reggie, <laughs> uh, my man who hurt you on Twitter. I was like, man, if you, I was like, you better get your ass out there and vote. <laughs> like, all these motherfuckers listen to our show. How are you just going to be like... I don't know, gay people. I'm tired. Was, what kind of shit is that? Can y'all imagine? Like that. I was exhausted, can y'all imagine, baby. Can, can y'all imagine? Right, you exhausted. Can y'all imagine if, like, during the Martin Luther King like marches on Selma and shit, if the white people would have been like, I don't know, dog. It's hot and uh, I I'm just, tired. I just you be eliminating the sweet tea. Yeah, it's like, oh, I need to help now. These white folks out here got dogs and noses, and they planning on killing everybody. Like, yes. I don't know, MLK. I just moved, and my back hurts. Yeah, this is too much walking. My, my back hurts too from when that dog bit me on my ass. <laughs> like, I don't. I'm sorry, then. I'll just I'll sit this one out. Uh, yes, you there's know a good, what? There's a good episode of uh, Housewives of L.A. coming on, and I just can't. I'm sorry, Martin Luther King. I do really love y'all because after all that driving, I was stuck in five o'clock traffic. I was driving for like excuse me, like three hours straight. So I love y'all because I want to take my black ass home. I think gay people just need to change the way they pitch gay marriage in uh, southern states and change it to uh, gay people need the right to be divorced and miserable. Because if you hate gay people, then you will want to see that happen to them. So then you can get some of these and, people and to my, vote for my them. My thing is that do they realize the money, the money, the money for the weddings and the money for the divorces? We, I mean, the lawyers are going to make a killing. Yeah, I just think uh, if, if if you're talking to an old Southern evangelical who hates gay people or something, you just go, well, shouldn't gay people be able to be miserable and divorced? When you like them to suffer for their choices and they'll go, you know what? You're right. I'm going to vote for them to get married because unless they can get married, they can't get divorced. So um, that's that's what I'm going to start pitching to these uh, haters. Except you would think most people against gay marriage are probably against divorce or they should be. Right? They should be. But, but come on. Not. Rush, quote unquote. Quote unquote. Rush Limbaugh. Limbaugh's been bare like four times. Yeah. Come on Rush, now. He Rush, on his fourth wife. He got a gang of them shits. It's like. He got what a, a, what about the sanctity of marriage? Yeah, he got enough for a two-on-two. Yeah, now let me do another e-pill. I'm like, well, what about the sanctity of marriage? Um, well, you know, uh, that's different because I'm straight, so I can fuck it up. <laughs> Sorry, gay people. <laughs> Someone just said in the chat, "gay divorce court." I like that. Oh, oh my gosh, that'll be fabulous. <laughs> oh, that needs to happen. Um, I think Jay took a little break, but when he comes back, we we can start. Guess the race. So, he back. Oh, he oh, back. No, I, okay. I'm back. What's up? All right. It's time, guys. Now, yes. I've looked forward to this moment for a while because I wanted to get Edge on here because oh. um, as a person that I've seen uh, take one of the most rancid, just racist state stances ever <laughs> in the history of podcasting and defended oh. to the T. She defended that thing. She Edge Jay was mad as hell. She was like, mm-mm. And, uh... Oh. Also, shout out to my man Penguins on Fly on that episode, man. Mm-hmm. I, I miss oh, that dude. Oh, 
okay. Yeah. But um they was you know, they was being racist and stuff. But I said, Look, man, she is probably a natural born talent for Guess it's the, the race. race. So we're gonna play a game called Guess the Race here at the Blackout Test. It's a very easy game to play. Uh um what we do is we read random news articles and we have the people who uh are guests on the show uh guess the race of the people involved and we also have the um people who are uh in the chat room play along now the people in the chat room are a little thing that we like to call racist and um <laughs> you may you may hear some things that uh opinions and things that are not co-signed by the black guy with tips but um <laughs> let's go ahead and get into this um fort pierce florida oh florida got it a woman accused of hurling a carving fork at a man when he declined to pay for crack was arrested a carving fork is it a, is it a curved fork or, or what you use to like cut turkey and ham yeah, not like the uh, the two pronged fork that you use to hold the turkey in place. Okay, I see yes, it. Yeah, carve. So it's a carving fork, and I, my favorite part of this so far is when he declined to pay for crack. <laughs> that is the, That's nicest. the nicest way ever to say that. Was was, was was she carving the crack? I don't understand this. <laughs> <laughs> declined to pay for. Uh, you know, I'll gladly pay you for a uh, crack on Tuesday for a crack on today. Like, how, how would you like your crack sliced thin? Yes. Uh, I I need my money for my crack. I decline, sir. Uh, maybe later. Anyway, um, so he declined to save, uh, anyway, so she threw the carving fork at a man when he declined to pay for crack. She was arrested after saying blood on her arm and shoulder stemmed from her menstrual cycle. Oh! That's right, Karen. What? Yeah. She got blood on, you know, ladies, hey. First okay, of all, there's no need shoulder? to be ashamed. There's no need to be ashamed. I know some months are hairier than others. And you might get a little blood on your shoulder and your arm from what your menstrual cycle. What the hell are you doing bathing in it? Your arm and your shoulder? Doesn't have the time to do contortionist practice moves, you know? Like, <laughs> to dress them. We've all seen Watch the, your body. We've all seen the movie. Uh, we've all seen the movie, Carrie. And we know how it can get for you ladies when uh, you're going through that time. I think that entire movie is a metaphor for the female menstrual cycle. No, 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 no. Doesn't happen in the shower scene at the beginning of that movie? Um, I don't, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then later on, she goes full period and blood starts raining from every, uh, from the ceiling during that dance. And, uh, and her mom, her mom tried to tell her not to wear white. She said, they're all gonna laugh at you. She was like, mm mm. I'm going to wear white during my period. Never do that. And then she kills everyone, which is still pretty much in the same vein. Yes, exactly. So next time you guys are watching that movie, y'all realize how misogynistic it is. Okay. Uh, Fort Pierce police on May 4th went to Reno rooms uh, and spoke to a man with a cloth over the left side of his face and ear. The man who, who said he was bleeding from his ear said he had a woman stand with him for two days and she got upset when he wouldn't pay for crack cocaine. <laughs> he sliced up, but she's talking about the blood on her was her period. Yeah. Uh, he said he only knew her name was Brenda or Barbara. She stayed with him <laughs> for two days and he only knew her first name. Two days. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, yes, it is, sir. Especially crack cocaine. 
Yeah. The man said he threw a big carving, or she threw a big carving fork at his face, and the prong stuck in his left ear. Damn. The man. That's impressive. Oh, that yeah. is impressive. Yeah, that's that's, that's a nice, nice aim for a crackhead. The woman said, you "Must not been that high." The woman said, "Pushed him down and ran." She is described as being light skinned with braids and wearing jeans. Wait a minute. What kind of description is that? <laughs> Florida, light skin, wearing jeans. Well, Ange, where were you on the 14th of May? Mm. You guys are nuts. <laughs> People found a woman nearby with braids and shorts hanging off of her buttocks and covering most of her legs. Uh, identity identified as 39 year old Barbara Cruz. The woman had blood from the middle of her right forearm to her shoulder. She stated that she was on her period. <laughs> she stabbed the shit out of him. I'm on my period. <laughs> you got blood on your arm. I know it's bad, mom. I know. That's no, what I'm saying. I know. I got that new period. It shoot out your elbows now. You ain't know that. It's like I'm a squirter. Oh, I've heard of red wings. That'd be like red face. Yes. Police also saw a paper towel with blood all over it, which Cruz chalked up to her menstrual cycle. Um, she so she wanted them to believe she was using a towel for her uh, period. Um, I hope she know they can test this blood. Do she not know this? I got a feeling CSI isn't gonna waste money on a DNA test on this shit. Karen. No reason to. Cruz did say she'd been with the man uh, who told police he hit he was hitting the air with the carving fork. A carving fork is often used with a carving knife in slicing or carving meat prior to serving. Thank you for letting us know this. Investigators noticed a glass pipe typically used in crack smoking. <laughs> other times used in meth smoking and smoking other illegal shit. No one has a crack pipe for yeah. good purposes. No one uses a glass pipe to just smoke tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sophisticated tobacco smoker. I just, <laughs> this the, I get the nicotine the best this way. Anyway, I suck your dick. Uh, <laughs> let me stay with you for two days. Um, no. She was arrested on charges of aggravated battery and using a deadly weapon. Battery evidence destroying, resisting the officer, obstruct without violence, and possession of drug paraphernalia. Guess the race. So we know she's Spanish. So now we're just trying to guess, like. Oh, you're going. You're going with Spanish. Spanish. We can. We can stop at Spanish. You don't have to go, go further than that. I know how you like to go, but yeah. uh, you can stop. We, we got a cruise and a light skin and a throwing knives and all that. Um, yeah. Okay. okay. Ad- adjective J. Uh, I, I, part of me wants to agree that it's Hispanic. The name Cruz makes me think that, but. That's a tough one. It's hard to call the braids. Like I can't think of Hispanics mm-hmm. with braids. Really, I have a hard time picturing that. And she so was a white chick, maybe married to someone Spanish who does the crack thing, and she's just down with it. It's I think it's I think it's a black chick with braids that just happens to have the last name Cruz. Mm. All right, all right. Let's go to the chat room and see what they think about it. Uh, um, of course, I seen Pookie from New York City, sister. Let's see, horchata lover. <laughs> Ilian Gonzalez's older cousin, illegitimate daughter of Castro, Gulf of Mexico free diver. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they got skin, like. Well then. Castro Fleer, boat rowing, orange picking, saltwater nigger, which is Cuban, apparently. What? Oh, that's a new how, do you, one. how do you get Cuban out of that? 
a real Cuban B. <laughs> Pitbull fanatic Cruz is a soggy back rafter. The man wow. is a the man is well. The, I don't know the race of the man. I only know hers. Um. Anyway, the correct answer is black with braids. Oh, did that say chicken bone in the nose crackling nigga? Uh, Ken, why would you read that one? Uh, some of these I don't read. Oh, I'm sorry. Jesus. Let me do the reading. <laughs> I will. I'm like, oh, let's read the most offensive one. Let's give this dude. I'm so sorry. We need to encourage this kind of shit. <laughs> oh. It caught my eye. My bad. That's why the chat room. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's This one just sounds cool as hell. Of course, still play against the race. Um, but uh, apparently, uh, in Mobile, Alabama, is oh, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. Out there with you, Adjective J, right? A Buddhist monk in Grand Bay used a wooden pestle to beat to death a fellow monk during an argument over food inside their temple. Why is that so Whoa. funny? <laughs> if I am I the only one that imagine violent. Uh, some of them, but am I the only one that imagine like a epic kung fu fight? Yes, that's why I'm laughing at. Like I just yes, see them like taking in hair for like hours, kicking each other, yeah, with swords and spears. Because in every movie, badass monks are like not to be fucked with, and two of them fighting to the death is like, oh, that had to be. I want to see the film. The ropes are coming off those robes, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like they take out the robes. They're both diesel underneath. They're buff, yes. It's like, oh, he's never, he's never broke his uh, silence until today. One has like a huge tattoo across his stomach, monk. Right, right. <laughs> you know, he know he he doesn't speak since that day that he unleashed his rage <laughs> and killed a family of uh, innocent people. Uh, let's see, Vern. And I don't know how you pronounce this. It's P-H-D-S-A-M-A-Y. Ooh, what a name. For this is me. 32 <laughs> is charged with murder. He is accused of beating to death the leader of the Wat Bud Haraksa Temple in uh, Chaiwite Molichite. Uh, what? Where is this? I thought this happened in Alabama. I don't know. Maybe that's where they got the story from. Anyway, the temple located in Grand Bay ser- serves the Thai and Laotian communities in South Mobile County. So it is in Alabama. Shit. Huh. Both, this is in Alabama, really. Is this how y- y'all got this down there? I, know, I did not know there were Buddhist monks in Alabama. That's, this is new to me. Yeah, it's because it's so quiet. Uh, both monks. Until they had to break their silence. Yeah. Both monks lived in the temple on the temple grounds during a bail hearing this morning. Assistant detect, uh, District Attorney Joe Beth Murphy. <laughs> this has the most interesting mix of names. <laughs> Joe Beth was talking to Vern for this May. Uh-huh. I bet you this place must be in the middle of nowhere. She gave a few details on the beating, arguing that Vern poses both a danger to the community and a flight risk. Murphy said that Vern picked up a large wooden pestle. I don't even know what that is. More than it's, a f- um, foot long. It's, it's like a a pestle. You know, a mortar and pestle. A mortar is like the little bowl, and the pestle is the uh, oh shit stuff. So it's ironic that he got beat up with something that's used to pound seeds into pulp. Wow, oh, double wow. ironic, actually. Uh, you know what's funny? I thought that was just your southern accent saying pistol. Oh, oh. with a wooden pestle. <laughs> oh, so, so when he said what in, what, what in tarnation is going on in this here article, Karen? 
I have no idea, sir. So when he said he was going to pound him to a pulp, that's what he really meant. Uh, more than a foot long to strike his fellow monk at least a dozen times, mostly in the head. Oh, my. <laughs> After that, Murphy said he went back to his living quarters, showered and washed his clothes, and went back and ate. God damn, you a G. <laughs> That is some G shit. You think he had theme music the whole time? You think they came in and he looked at them like y'all want some? That dude beat a dude to death, went back, <laughs> showered, and came back and ate. At least he going to jail on a full stomach. Dur- uh, yeah, good grief, man. He said he hit him like a dozen times. Um, Judge Charles McKnight ordered $50,000 bail, of which 5000 would have to be paid in cash. That's all? He beat a man to death and he can get out of jail in $5,000? Yeah, but he's a he's a Buddhist monk. He probably doesn't have oh. $5,000 in cash or $50,000 bun. That's yeah, true. and I guarantee the, the um, community is not going to get together to pay that bond. Yeah, plus he only, oh, killed, he only killed one monk. I mean, you know, what's that worth on the streets? Well, <laughs> you know, what's the life of a monk? That's what I'm saying. Oh, you anyway. Think, you think this monk had a bounty? Uh, maybe. Uh, he had to surrender his, uh, passport. Um, and, uh, I don't know. He doesn't speak any English. That's good for yesterday's. He doesn't know how to drive. And he's lived in the same place as he arrived in the U.S. He's taken a vow of poverty and has no money. Um, and they say all of these allegations are out of character. <laughs> this is a man who dedicated himself to nonviolence to service the community. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Who is out here every day beating people down with pestles, though? Like, right. obviously it's out of character. It, no one beats people to death <laughs> with a pestle every day. Like, oh, well, he, he does it every day. Yeah. It's just his daily routine. Right. He beats someone to death. He eats, does his laundry. He eats. What was it, 1230? That's about the time. Yes, that's the pesto beating time. All right, man. So guess the race, guys, of Van for the Um, can I can I be uh, slightly racist and just say Asian? Asian, okay. What okay. about you, uh, real Ange? He's a chick. Okay, that's pretty racist. That might be the most. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the most I racist. I would just you know stick with the whole cause that's going on before I see like he's a small eight-eyed motherfucker. This guy, this guy, you're like wow. I'm pretty sure that is the most racist a guest of the show has ever been. So you've uh, you got that already. Um, let's see, a man who disgraced his family, family, oh, that, oh, <laughs> sir, sir, um, seaweed sucking, rice burning, differential equation solving, dog eater, Asian. See? First see? of all, that's, that, is, that? that is actually, um, that's so, a little bit of untruth because a dog eater is actually normally Koreans. Chinese mm-hmm. actually don't do that anymore. Yeah. So, and that's someone who's been to Korea, so... Yeah, yeah. Chinese actually—they don't really eat dogs anymore. It's actually considered to be cruel. Uh, Koreans have no problems with it. They will beat a dog to death to make it tender and then eat it. Which, by the way, delicious. Right, of course. <laughs> uh, same thing with the uh, babies. Oh, uh, former, Nike. former former Nike worker, uh, Deepak <laughs> Chopper cousin, <laughs> rice nigga, rice nigga, Filipinos. <laughs> Um, let's see. Racist. Like, one who was racist. one who was able to be blinded by dental floss. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> see, we ne- we never get Asian stories. I guess everyone is just unleashing just all the a- Asian races when they've had inside. Oh, um, 
um, the last airbender. Yeah. Love me long time. Sucky, sucky Asian. Well, the correct answer is Asian. Uh, that was kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a gimme. Um, I don't have a race on this dude, but I just thought this was funny. A West Side man who allegedly forced young girls into prostitution and then rewarded them with drugs and food from the McDonald's dollar menu. Oh, shit, now, big money spender, ain't it? Was, was, was ordered held in lieu of $1 million Wednesday. Dewan Brown. I was going to say, he's black. Also known, also he's known, cheap too. also known as Juan Clark. Oh, beat and exploited at least twelve girls for a five-year period. Sometimes locking his victims up without any food or employ- appliances in his West Side apartment. Uh, Brown, thirty-five, would ply the girls with heroin, and if they met their quotas with Johns, he would reward them with more drugs and food from the McDonald's dollar menu. Well, you know, don't break yourself, sir. You're only using their, uh, you know. Out of your, curiosity, why is why is getting locked up without appliances a big deal? Like getting locked up without food, pretty major. You can die from that. No one's ever died because they didn't have TV to watch. I don't no know. They didn't uh, have internet. Like oh, no, I don't have internet. I'm dying in here. That doesn't happen. I don't know. I love my some phone. Now some people would now. I left my phone at home one day, and I I was like, someone killed me. So I can <laughs> see how it could affect you. Um, they fail if they failed to meet his demands. Brown, whose nickname was Church, uh, I got a feeling that was pronounced Church. By the way, <laughs> yes, Church. Yeah, yes, not 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 the church you go to, but Church. Got a feeling that uh, that that's not pronounced Church. Um, right. his nickname was Church, and would allegedly keep the du- keep the drugs from the girls and let them go through withdrawal as a form of punishment. In at least one instance, he got one clean girl hooked on heroin. Prosecutor said, and describing how Brown could control his victims' drug addictions. Uh, Brown would prostitute the girls through the internet and would give them a prepaid cricket cell phone. Well, shit, how do you ever get reception? It's like, no wonder he was mad. It's I like, know, right? Prepaid cricket. It's like, bitch, get your ass back here. I can't. I can't. I know. Like, oh, how many, how many Johns have you had tonight? <laughs> Um, I didn't get your text. Right. <laughs> like cricket, really? Um, so uh, he would give them the phones to use while they were out, prosecutors said. When they returned, the victims would have to give their phones back to Brown. They would be like, well, you've been playing Angry Birds, bitch. They tell you. I said you can play words with friends. You ain't supposed I, to have no friends with me. I ain't got me. unlimited service for nothing. Yeah. Give All my you- phone back. Um, Brown would deadbolt the back door of the apartment when the girls were inside. He also had a man guarding the door, and when 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 one escaped, he knocked her unconscious. Damn. Wow. Yeah. What was uh, he paying the dude on the door that to do that? Like, well, I'm sure he probably paid him in Big Macs. I mean, yeah. I don't know. He got any combo he wanted. <laughs> the nigga was the nigga was paying people in dollar menus. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, she'll have the uh, chicken snack. Wait a minute, that's one forty nine. I say black. My guest race black. Well, we don't have a picture of him, Karen, and okay. I'm not going to the chat room for this one. Oh no, no, no! So, that that'd be too much. We hear all kinds of Ronald Madonna jokes. Yeah, no, no guest race for this one either. A Palmer Township woman allegedly beat her husband with a vacuum pole because of a dispute of over his facial hair. Oh shit! She was trying to get that hair off his face. Angie, you like your you like your man uh, smooth faced? How you like that facial hair? Really doesn't matter. He looks okay. good with everything. How about that? Okay, cool. So how about that for he's listening? 
you would never take a pole so you wouldn't take a vacuum pole to his to his face for um not not grooming it properly not for facial hair unless he had like another woman's facial hair on his oh, face oh okay I, ooh, another woman's facial hair jesus what <laughs> 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 kind of sick stuff you is your man into do you have more to worry about than just uh i do you see that's when the vacuum pole comes up right then you, yeah you really would have to um you're embarrassing me yeah plus you know you don't believe in gay marriage not enough to march against it but still can't be getting gay on you that's fucked up <laughs> um it was a, <laughs> um joyce special debt weller 53 what a name yeah well she's one of those people you can tell from reading this and the hyphenated name that she's one of those people that doesn't bow down to any man especially if she has a vacuum pole in her hand <laughs> Uh, she was arrested following the Sunday afternoon incident and charged of simple assault and harassment. She was arraigned before the district judge and released on $10,000 unsecured bail. Um, police responded at 4.13 p.m. Sunday to a house uh, on Pike Street in Palmer Township for a report of domestic dispute between a man and a woman. An officer saw a man identified as Donald Detweller outside. Well, how, why is it his name hyphenated? <laughs> <laughs> outside the residence with the visible redness and bruises and scratch marks to his neck and upper torso. Also, a, a torn shirt. She kind of ripped it with that vacuum. He had been struck several times by his wife, <laughs> who was inside the house. Detweller said he was sitting outside the house when his wife began to argue with him about his facial hairstyle after he said he planned to shave later in the day. She, she was, so that wasn't good enough? Yeah. She said, like, I want she this hair off your face. He was planning to shave. She right probably now. Oh. Keep the beard. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't like a lot of facial hairs. This shit cuts you when you kiss. No, thank you. Um, so apparently, um, she retrieved a vacuum pole from inside the house, struck him over the head and neck area several times. When the pole broke, <gasps> damn, she began wow. to she began to scratch her husband and strike him with her hands. Um, he, I, I didn't know people took facial hair so seriously. Is is I don't understand. Yeah, she also said she didn't want to discuss the the incident with the police. Um, so even though we're not guessing the race, that's gotta be white. Cause, uh, I don't, I think only white people get to say shit. Like, I don't want to discuss this with you officer. And Ain't that that's the truth. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be right. Like, cause there's no way you can beat someone up. Either that or he was just like, I'm not pressing charges. Yeah. You know, he may have just been like, you know, Hey, I'm just not going to shave. I'm good. He may just be whipped, which is, you know, no problem with that. Yeah. A lot of people like Drake and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Whether you're white or black people, okay? So um, Drake beat Lil Wayne be beating on Drake. <laughs> a Maybe. man was arrested in a Ramsey Park after police say he was found tied to a tree waiting for anonymous sex. Police found fifty year old Alan Patrice in Dayton Fort Roadside Park yesterday. What? Officers say that he had blindfolded himself and tied his wrist and ankles to two trees and he was exposed. Police also say that the park is known as a place where men often engage in anonymous sex. John Lordson has more information on Petrusson's arrest and why police are warning families to be careful when going to this park. Um, because, wait, first of all, that's pretty fucking anonymous. <laughs> like, there's anonymous sex and then there's tying yourself to a tree in the middle of the night and uh, exposing yourself. So, that's... Blindfolded. That's really, that's extreme anonymous sex there. That's freaky. Yeah. And, um, 
I wonder, they keep saying be careful when you bring your kids, but they act like these dudes are in the park at the same time as like the kids are playing basketball and shit. No. It's like, oh. Yeah, like some dude just gonna strip butt naked, go out there at three o'clock in the afternoon when y'all out there playing (laughs) ball and tie himself to the tree. Hey, anyone seen, um, the, uh, the, the ropes for, I'm looking for two trees. Um, yeah, can you kids direct me to the, um, trees. sodomy trees? Yes, those are kind of trees I like. <laughs> you know, I know y'all playing basketball, but I'm gonna get playing with some balls soon, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, great. Writers <laughs> Karen says that the article reloads. I hate oh, my bad. these news articles that do that. Oh, once it's timed? Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, man, so, dude, let me. Is the video coming back up? Okay. Yeah, it is. I might take a second for the video to load again. Give me one second, guys. But um Yeah, that that's, that's trusting. That's just really trusting. Like yeah. I don't I don't know. Like I guess maybe that's part of the thrill for him, but I, I don't I, That's I, too I don't. much thrill in your life. No, that's a lot you. of fucking thrill. That's yeah. a lot of thrill. Yeah. Just somebody could stab you. I mean just anything. I mean you could you can't see and, 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 right. and eat your ass up and fat bite your penis off because you just dangle it in the air. I mean, uh, all jokes aside, dogs. Why would you even think that? Because dogs, dogs lick and bite on shit. Oh, that's terrible. That's what they do. Anyway, but yeah, so let's get back it's to good this. good gummy chew toy. Ugh. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> there are men present. I thought your boyfriend was listening. I think at this point he probably tuned out. Like, once oh. there's a female facial hair and he's doing something with her, he was like, you know what, I'm out. Let me see if I can get the rest of this to play. Strangers meeting at this Ramsey Park to engage in sex acts is nothing new to police chief Jim Wade. But Thursday's arrest was one of the most bizarre his department has come across. Two DNR officers were on the river yesterday afternoon looking for fishing violations. And when they looked to the shoreline, they found a completely different kind of violation taking place. Like, that's not a fishing pole. Right. Uh, Why is that pole moving? Nothing's supposed to be moving out here but the squirrels. Looks sir. like he's uh, hooking that worm. Jumping like something's biting. Like, no, no. Yeah, that must be a they night. They made the fish biting. That must be a night crawler. <laughs> saw him, saw a guy that was uh, kind of spread eagle, tied at four points, wrists and ankles, uh, to two trees, <gasps> kind of sitting in what they described as a sling. By the time police arrived, 50-year-old Alan Petrusson was gone. <laughs> But officers found rope and a sling. They also found pornographic materials in his car. And as they were about to tow it, Petrusson turned himself in and admitted to using slip knots to tie himself up. I really do not appreciate uh, in-your-face type behavior like that. It's not respectful to others. If you want to do that, do it someplace private. Chief Way says some of the men that meet here have been arrested half a dozen times but keep coming back. They use signals such as turning on their lights or rolling their windows down halfway to show other men they are interested. But a public park means families are here too. And for Chief Way, that's a major concern. We get a lot of families, a lot of people that visit this park. Uh, I mean, if you bring your family down there, this isn't the kind of conduct that you're going to want to see. John says Alan Petrusson could face a charge of indecent exposure, which is a misdemeanor. Chief Jim Way is encouraging park goers who see this type of behavior taking place <clears throat> To call police immediately. <laughs> right, because I'm sure people see it all the time. Are we playing Guess the Race? Uh, yeah, of course playing Guess the Race. Um, <laughs> go ahead, guys. What race do you believe that this man is? That's a white man. That's, yes, all undoubtedly. Right. Like, I would be shocked if it weren't. 
Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that dude is black tying himself to two trees. There's no way. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Um, mayonnaise eating Zimmerman supporting has a threesome with a sister and dog pasty face cat. Wow, what a description. Ooh, dog well, at least they're, they're equal opportunity races. Hell, I mean, give them yes. that. Yeah, dog kisser. Uh, <laughs> Monterey Jack off artist, bareback horse riding, fly fishing, Michelle Bachman supporter, Freddie Mercury, um, <laughs> horse loving sodomy fan, tree, <laughs> tree hunt, humping Whitey McCracker honky. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> they get deep today, ain't they? <laughs> Just like he did. Oh, <laughs> Okay, more choppy. <laughs> Start for him though, because like clearly he there was no sex for him, and for him to go to that length, that had to be he was in the middle of probably one of the greatest droughts of all time. Yeah, I wonder if someone was supposed to like come along. Was he supposed to meet someone? Like, so it probably was just like yeah. So if you want something for me, just tie yourself to some trees, get naked, and I'm coming. And, and he probably was like all excited. He bought the ropes all like he was probably just really joyful buying ropes, thinking about how he's about to get sex tied himself up, blindfolded himself, and then ended up going to jail. Like, I just feel sorry for him. The only good thing about that is that in jail, he will probably get, end up getting getting raped by someone, which is probably not as good, but... He fell for, like, the worst... Maybe he fell for the worst practical joke of all time. Yeah. There's just someone on Chris that's like, yeah, meet me in uh, the park and tie yourself up and uh, expose yourself and i'll be out there in a little bit and then as soon as he <coughs> so he's like all right i'm going out there he's like okay calling 911 and uh you have fun there's uh, a good question on the chat that said who ties themselves up spread eagle is that possible you gotta be flexible you got that john claude van damme going on or something yeah, but how, how, yeah when you tie with your toes and then how are you tying <laughs> yeah. that last foot right <laughs> I think somebody helped him. A somebody loop, loop on a tree and like stick your foot through and pull with your toe. Like, how do you do that? How do you tie? Man, I wonder. Up? I wonder if there's some gay people who like don't want to do um, gay marriage because I swear they have the funnest sex, man. Like their sex is so much better than straight sex. There is no straight people like. Yeah, I'm just gonna roll to the park to put my lights on and roll the window down halfway. Mm-hmm. Like, if that shit was working, the park would be fucking full, man. All the like, time. Like, the, the fucking park would have a line out the door at fucking 3 a.m. If if, they, if you could get straight sex that way, <laughs> according to this article and shit. It's like, what you doing tonight? Nigga, I'm going to the park again. Women is just giving it away. Yes. I'm going to play ball. Just put your uh, hazard lights on and uh, roll the window down halfway. You can get some air from any chick. Like shit. Um, meanwhile, I'm we got to just tied up to a tree, just waiting. Yeah, I'm just gonna go tie myself up to a tree tonight, dog. That's how we get down. And do you think I'm going to play, play ball? Be would be the code word. You going to play ball? I'm going to yeah. play ball. Let's go play ball. Straight sex. You got to at least pay for dinner. You know what I'm saying? You got to get them something from the dollar. Ah. You got to get something from the dollar menu. You got to chain lock the, the back door. At least do that much. She still might give it to you outside, but she ain't going to be spread eagle tied up now. They had the most fun. Anyway, correct answer was white. So <laughs> Yes, it was. Um, This, is, this one. <laughs> I like that. Yes, it was. Like uh, This one is. What else could that be? Uh, yeah, we. Yeah, obviously. Oof. Uh, Wakagan, Illinois. Uh, North suburban Wakagan, man. Uh, took a plea deal that kept him out of prison for an incident in which he took a needle and thread to his son's buttocks. Oh. What was he doing? Stitching them clothes? I don't understand this. Randy, he just kept feeding them and feeding them. Randy Swopes, 52, represented himself in court Friday to accept a plea deal that sentenced him to 24 months of probation, 250 hours of public service, 
uh, for the January 2008 incident. His son was 14 at the time of the incident. The teenager has Crohn's disease, which is an autoimmune oh. disorder in which the body's immune system destroys healthy tissue. Um, uh, it affects his gastro, gastro, gastrointestinal tract and can cause fever, stomach pain, and other problems depending on which part of the gastrointestinal system is affected. His son was suffering from a fistula at the time of the offense. A fistula is an abnormal connection between an organ and another structure. Damn. The teenage boy had a fistula in his butt. Well, let's keep it medical. And his father opted to sew it shut himself rather than take his son to the hospital. Oh. Oh. This is a real do-it-yourselfer, Karen. You know how much you can save on surgery every year if you do that? And people say that, like, universal health care is stupid. Seriously. Yeah. Doctor, I ain't going to no doctor, boy. There's some shit I can fix it myself. Give me yeah. some Robitussin and a needle and a thread. I sew that shit up for you. <laughs> right. Give me that ass. <laughs> uh, the 14-year-old wound up in the hospital for almost a month because the wound Damn. became infected. Uh, he was charged with aggravated battery and could spend two to five years in prison for this offense. He took an Alford plea, which admits that there is enough evidence to convict, but is not a direct admission of guilt. And I don't have a picture of him to guess the race, but come on. I say white. White. I'm going to go black. <laughs> oh, you're going black with this one. I, like I said, I don't have a picture to uh, even, like, play the game. I, I wish I did, though, because... Crohn's disease, too. That's, like, common in, like, white people and Jewish people and stuff, so... Actually, yeah. Like, I had a girlfriend that had Crohn's. She was black. Uh-oh. Oh, hell. That's a Jay breaking them stereotypes again. Also, David Garrard is black, and he has Crohn's. Oh. For real? Yeah, David Garrard, the, the quarterback, he has Crohn's. I didn't know he had that, man. Mm-hmm. What? Like, he can play in the NFL? Yeah. Uh, it's it's not as terrible as people think. Well, it is obviously bad. Let me not say that. It is obviously a, a debilitating disease in some cases, but there are people who live with it, and it's just it's more about regulating their diet, and there's a bunch of pills to be taken. Wow, that's well, that's crazy, man. Uh, you're right. Maybe you just needed healthcare to take care of this. I already got another article. Accused of throwing hot coffee on an employee of a West Philadelphia donut shop was just released on bail. NBC 10's Byron Scott was there when David Timbers walked out of police headquarters just a short time ago. Byron, did he have anything to say? Yes, and he, he wasn't very happy. Bail in this case set at $25,000. He made the bail, and then Mr. Timbers walked down these steps a short while ago, and as I said, he wasn't very happy. Get out my face. 52-year-old <laughs> Timbers is out on bail. He left the police administration building about 45 minutes ago. Police say Timbers is the man seen in the surveillance video who tossed hot Damn. coffee at a donut shop employee. We don't want to say nothing. We talk about what happened. No, we don't want to talk about what happened. Timbers, who turned himself in last night, left police headquarters accompanied by another person. Y'all harassing me like this? Go find something real, real stories. You know what I'm saying? Some real stories. Real stories. Real stories. Timbers was charged with aggravated assault, simple assault, and reckless endangerment. Police say the target of Timbers' anger, 27-year-old Sukiya Loy, was severely burned. NBC10 spoke with Timbers' sister yesterday. She told us she doesn't know what got into her brother. Now, again, Timbers is out on bail's next hearing set for May 30th at 8 a.m. Live at police headquarters, Byron Scott, NBC 10 News. All right. Well, good luck with the Lakers, Byron Scott. Um, <coughs> so, uh, number one, um, obviously, we got to play guess the, the race. race. So, 
Um, what race do you think this man uh, who they don't know what got into him, but it obviously was not that hot coffee. No, that he threw on that lady. What did she do? Spinning or some shit? He. I don't know. What's the race, guys? Black. Okay. What about you, Adjective J? Come on, son. That dude is black. <laughs> I like how the reporter couldn't think of a good question to ask him, so he just started repeating everything he said. He's like, come on, man. Get out of my face. Get out your face. Yes, get out of my face, motherfucker. I got to. This is bullshit. This is bullshit, sir. <laughs> how do you feel about this bullshit? Like, they couldn't think of anything to ask this dude. Nope. All right, chat room. Let's see. Uh, Thug Nivison Hood as Negra. Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. San Andreas player who is against gay marriage. Rick James' little brother. Spear chucking, grape soda gargling, gets picture denied by MJ as Mud Shark. <laughs> That's a good one. I wow. get that one. <laughs> um, menthol lover. <laughs> menthol lover. <laughs> uh, movie character played by Bokeem Wood Woodbine. This species is a nigger. Okay. Wow. A nigger that would detail your car for 28 cents. Uh, moose lip, monkey ear, greasy face, spear checking gorilla in the mister. Chitlin eater. All right. Yeah, black. He was black. Was, I didn't think, like, as soon as he said, now nah, I'm saying, I was like, fuck, this one's over. Yeah, like, this is too obvious. Why don't you get some real crimes, now nah, I'm saying? I was like, shit. Aw, he gave himself away. Fucking up guest race. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is just, I'm not reading all of this. Uh, oh wait, no, do I have a picture? Yeah, I actually do, so, alright, I can do this. Um, for the third time in 2012, Trinity police have had to deal with meth being concealed vaginally after arresting a pair last week. According to Chief Stephen Jones. Can vagina get high or something? Because women have a tendency to stick up there. Uh, I don't know if your vagina can get high or not off of meth, Karen. I don't know either, but folks are sticking drugs in it. I know it can get high off of the stuff at adamandeve.com. Use yes, the code TBGWT. Get 50% off one item. Very nice. And a bunch of other shit. Police arrest Karen Hale, 22, and, oh, Karen Hale, 22, and Charles Alexander, 30. Uh, Jones said both were charged with misdemeanor possession of drug paraphernalia while Jones was charged was uh was taking them back to jail. He told Hale that she would be searched for additional drugs. Hale then told her that she had concealed meth in her vagina. Mm. You know, and you know how that went because I've seen episodes of Cops how this goes. They basically say to you like, "Look, I don't want to have to be digging up in your vagina for some drugs." All right. Now, if you got some in there, I don't want to get stuck with a needle or something. Just tell me because but I don't blame him. Ain't that the truth? And that's basically what happened. And she was like, because, you know, if you don't tell me, it might be a little rough. And then she said, OK, I got meth in my vagina. Yeah. Put it like this. Uh, we rather you take it out because if I got to take it out, I'm not going to be too friendly. Yeah. So uh, guess the race, guys. Wow. Um, uh, I'm going white. All right. White. Chat room says white Eskimo uh, um, got, gets approved for a loan, then has sex with a white woman who isn't 40 pounds overweight. White. Jesus. I think, he, I think he's black, though. Uh, well, correct answer. Both are white. Uh-huh. Cheese consumer. And Pop Son, man, you can't be asking two races. Come on, dog. How you gonna say chink and you? That's pick pick a racist. <laughs> pick something to be racist against and go with your gut. Trying go, to hedge your bets. Go with your gut feeling. 
um i just thought this was funny i'm not reading all of this one either but uh apparently this dude robbed somebody and then left his usb card with uh his homework at the scene. <gasps> oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> That's just the worst way to get caught. <laughs> you think he came back for, um, I got a paper due tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, could you please implement my USB card? Uh, Indiana church pastor accused of mounting cameras in the restroom. Oh. A church in Indiana has removed this pastor after he was arrested for allegedly disguising two hidden video cameras as air fresheners and hiding them in the women's toilet stalls at the church. Wow. Robert Lizinga, 55, is charged with felony voyeurism, and the cameras were found at Sunrise Christian Reform School. Um, Lafayette Journal and Courier reports Lizinga, uh, who had been a pastor since 2002, was arrested on Thursday of last week. He was released on $5,000 bond after a couple of hours in the Tippecanoe County Jail. Uh, the affidavit name. The affidavit says it started last month when a woman was using the restroom and saw that her air freshener had fallen off the door. The back of the freshener had come off, and the woman noticed there was a camera inside. Damn. So that's how he got caught. The woman found there was also a camera in a decoy air freshener in the neighboring stall. The third stall had an air freshener too, but no camera inside, so he couldn't afford. It. Must be the handicap stall. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow. He's like, they're not worth it. He's like, I don't want to see these. They gotta need that one. Though. Um, let's see. So, police sheriff, uh, county sheriff's police detectives downloaded the memory cards from the cameras and found that they had captured two adult women and a juvenile girl using the restroom. Oh, oh, that girl's gonna cost them. Yeah, cause that's <laughs> child porn. Not like he might now. not even be in the child porn, but the fact that it's a kid it, on there—that's right. Fed time. Uh, one of the memory cards also showed what appeared to be an office area after which it looked like the camera was being placed inside some kind of a container. The video went dark as the audio seemed to indicate someone walking with the camera. Eventually, the camera came back on in the toilet stall and showed the juvenile girl. Oh, that means he went and got that one on purpose. Mm. Yeah, he, all right then, cuz. Have fun in prison. Have a good time. Police came to church last week to identify the office area on the video. Lazinga offered to look to look around the church and see if there were any areas that matched up with what appeared in the video clip. But once detectives made their way to his own office, they quickly figured out it was the same office that appeared in the video. Aww. Like I was like, I can help you guys look around. And they're like, okay, cool. Can we check your office? Uh, why don't us go to the uh, assistant pastor's office first, and then uh, you know, we swing back around to mine at the end. You know, uh, no need to go in there. I mean, mm-hmm. I, that's the one place I know it wasn't for sure. Want to see yours first, sir? Um, let's see. Uh, he, uh, they quickly figured out it was the same office that appeared in the video with the same Superman mouse pad, pencil cup, and other items. Aww, Superman. Uh, police also determined that air fresheners were not real. So it was stinking in there, too. What an asshole. What would happen if somebody went to go use them? I guess it would always be empty. No, they were, I think they were kind of you stick onto something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those, those, those ones that just stick on the wall. They were plastic rectangular boxes that had been modified to hold cameras and outfitted with a Glade aromatic sticker that appeared to be computer printed. Oh. He thought about this shit. Yes, he did. Anyway, guess the race, guys. Wow. Uh, I was originally going to say white, and then this is going to be racist, but he's a pastor. So yeah. Like- it's not a. I'm still saying white. Like he's not in a Indiana. priest. There's, there are no black people in Indiana. Proof. Okay, so you going with white? 
you know, despite, you know, other than Danny Granger and whatever, whoever's part of the Indiana Pacers, but there are no real black people in Indiana. All right, Ange. All right, white final answer. White final answer. Let's see what they say in the chat room. Jim Baker, idolizer, Norwegian. The guy's dad is from Indiana. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's black, half human gutter monkey, black. Jesus. Wow. Mark Smith, you are just too good at this game in the bad way. Um, I guess black could be in Gary, Indiana. Joel Osteen, supporter, hitchhiker, Eddie Short, redneck Ford truck driver. Uh, yep, correct answer is a Bobby Knight lover, white. Um, <laughs> Bobby Knight lover. <laughs> uh, uh, I, this, is, this isn't a guess the race, really. But um, I just heard about this this morning when I was at work. I heard my coworkers talking about it. So we're straight here to our studios for a live interview, and thank you so much, first of all, for being here, and thank God that you are alive because well, you know something else yeah, could have happened, right? Yes, that's what we give God praise for. I uh, just um, am blessed and fortunate, and uh, I know that good is going to come out of it. I just um, love Detroit love being in Detroit and that that was one of the things that uh, when I walked in I I knew that it was not a good situation uh, but I refused to be afraid of us you know and um, so it happened and uh, we have to do something to stop all of this. Now explain to us what happened at the hospital because I see that your finger is wrapped up, you have a scratch on your face. Well, um, they say, you know, it's it's broken, fractured a little at the top. Not not really bad, but it'll be in this for eight eight weeks. So eight weeks and yeah. and, you and this this is Pastor Marvin Winans. Mm-hmm. After being carjacked that's, and robbed in Detroit, that's old school right there. Yeah, he's Detroit, yeah, uh, home the, of, whole the home of RoboCop. But no, I, that, other than that, just a uh, little bruises and. I know, but I mean, we have your pants here. There's, there, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's blood yeah, on they, your pants, and well, I mean, that that came off of my hand, and um, so it was really, uh, given the gravity of the situation, it was very minor the the cuts and bruises and things that I have I know but I mean I mean how do you feel you know you grew up in Detroit I grew up in Detroit and I know we're not afraid of the city but still when you walk into a Sitco gas station right in our neighborhood yeah. and these young men jump on you start yeah. hitting on you ripping your clothes off yeah. I mean you got to be yeah, yeah. afraid a little bit I, I I have to say and honestly I don't I don't think I'm you know I'm an Avenger but uh, hmm. uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, and I absolutely was not afraid. Even in the ordeal, I was not afraid. Now, isn't that a little bit crazy? Because, like, I mean, I'm all for, you know, believe what you want to believe, but niggas is carjacking and beating you, and you wasn't scared at all? Like, I don't believe in <laughs> nothing that hard. Yeah, he is. He, he, well, I mean, he's just... I'm surprised at how calm he is. Like, he doesn't sound upset. It's not like, you know, sometimes people are saying, like, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good. But their voice is quavering. He yeah. doesn't even have that going. Like, he's legitimately just like, nah, man, you know, some people carjack me, whatever. See, yeah, I- yeah, they got the car, but, you know, I'm alive, so, you know, <laughs> high five to me. I wonder how much of that is just being from Detroit and not even about religion. Oh, it's, Maybe. it's clearly because he's from Detroit. Yeah, like, he's like, I'm in the D. Because even when Mr. Spann told that story about the police hemming him up in Chicago and basically falsely accusing him of gun possession, where he could have seen, like, actual prison time, um, even he was calm as shit. I mean, I would have been mad as fuck. I would have been telling everybody. 
<laughs> I would just been going on other people's podcasts and radio shows and just like blurting out like Chicago police ain't shit, man. They tried to hem me up. It's like I thought you wanted to talk about uh the game. Man, fuck the game. Police <laughs> tried to put me under the jail. But anyway, man, I just thought that interview was crazy, man, because, um, shit, dog, I don't, I mean, believe what you want to believe, but I don't believe in anything enough to be like, these niggas got guns on me, I'll be all right. You know, I'll be straight. And it's just, it's just a gun. I mean, what's like the reporter saying, well, we grew up in these neighborhoods. I'm, I, I can't help but think in the back of my head, it's like, I don't think you grew up in the neighborhood he grew up in. Clearly, because yeah. he's just—he's chill. Like, oh no, you know, I've seen a gun before. I saw someone get shot in the face out in front of Pookie's house last night. Right. But he's completely <laughs> chill. So he's like, I can't believe this can happen in my streets. And I'm like, I don't think these are your streets, man. I could be wrong. Yeah, even the reporter was like, "Come on, dog, be be be, be honest. Yeah, it's me. I grew up in these neighborhoods too. Um, how afraid? What did you shit yourself? <laughs> it's okay if you did. I'm I'm not judging you. Uh, a lot of people do it." Oh, all right. Here's another article. This week, by oh. Basket Premium. Oh, it restarted. Yeah, what the fuck kind of shit is this? All right, well, here's another article in about five seconds, and then we'll have an actual article and we can talk about shit, it. Restarted. An overnight argument between a boyfriend and girlfriend has resulted in. Did we really need to play guest the race on the last one? No, we don't. Yeah, Detroit. He wasn't scared. He's a pastor. Oh, also, he was driving like a Infinity and shit, the Deep Purple Infinity. So you know he's a black pastor, <laughs> taking all the money, taking all the money from the community, and he was a whining shit. <laughs> Beaumont police officer Veronica Payton says a 20-year-old woman stabbed her 22-year-old boyfriend shortly after midnight at a home on Pope Street near the intersection with Cleveland Avenue. This is on the city's north side near Concord and Delaware. The boyfriend died at the scene. The girlfriend was arrested and taken to the police station for questioning. Charges are expected to be filed. Eight people are homeless. Yeah, so she stabbed her boyfriend to death Monday morning because she felt that her Mother's Day gift was inadequate. Oh. That's right. Veronica Payton stabbed her 22-year-old boyfriend Clifton Barkin short after midnight at a home on Pope Street. In, near Cleveland Avenue. Guess the race, guys. <laughs> I I feel I like when I heard stab, I immediately thought Hispanic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, Much associated with knives. No, I know. Yeah, I immediately was like Hispanic, but now that I'm hearing names, I, I'm going black. Mm. Ange? Let's go Hispanic. Let's just do it. See oh. If we not even gonna fight the uh feeling. Okay. Um let's check the chat room and see what race they think um these people were. Um Blue Eyed Devil. <laughs> he took that shit to to Nation of Islam. <laughs> he took that shit to like Malcolm X thing. Knuckle Dragon Jack Mammy. Damn. Nick, where did you get this racism from? <laughs> I never even heard. I think you invented racism today. A uh, woman who didn't read Steve Harvey's book until it was too late. Black. I don't know. A nigger lip, <laughs> sexy, real, and sexy female. Okay, we get it. You like real and she looks good. Uh, flowered face hoe. All right, oh. correct. Cor- I don't know what race that is. Me either. Flower face. 
Uh, it's like flour like white because like wheat flour. Like flour like rose? I think, it, no, I'm not even going to, his racism needs to be better specified. Yeah, step your yeah. racism up on that one. You gotta, everyone has an off night, okay? Um, but yeah, correct answer was black. Black. I got a lot of diversity in the answers uh, that mm. time. I appreciate it, guys. Um, Only a few more articles left. Uh, Rock Hill man is facing charges after police say he beat his girlfriend's son over an unflushed toilet. Well, damn. (laughs) You know how it is, man. These young boys. That's disrespect. No, I'm with him on this one. If I'm going to be looking at anybody's shit, boy, it better be my shit. And I'm sure it wasn't the first time he told him either. He probably waited I, a few times. I guarantee you it wasn't the first time. Rock Hill police officers were called to rebound alternative school back in March to report to the report of an injured teen. Officers spoke with a counselor at the school who said the 13-year-old boy showed up at school with bruises and marks on his body. The teen told officers that his mother's boyfriend, 34-year-old Deshaun Williams, that's the race, had beaten him the night before after getting home from work. Uh... <laughs> At the, as soon as I get home from work, indeed, Karen. I'll beat your ass <laughs> for not flushing that toilet. <laughs> soon as I get home, soon as I get home from work. That, that, that's what he was playing. Yeah, for all that is worth. Mm-hmm. According to the police report, Williams came home at the Monday, oh, at the midnight on March 22nd, and became upset when he discovered someone did not flush the toilet. I don't. I know how this article is written, but, but I kind of am on his side. I bet you. That's that probably like the twelfth straight day. I bet you he probably came in the house, smelt the air, and was like, "This nigga didn't flush that toilet." Like I feel I like told this. Him. I don't. I don't know these people. I don't know their background. I just feel like this was a breaking point type story for a parent. <laughs> just just for a parent. Yes. Like was well, his is his is he's not his parent. He's the boyfriend of his mother but um it just kind of feels like he it was like i come home i worked all fucking day i go to the fridge everybody ate all the fucking dinner from the night left me the littlest piece Piece of chicken chicken. and shit and i ate up all the macaroni cheese and ate up all the greens i ain't got no fucking beans they know i don't like okra i got all i got left is chicken and okra and i told this boy to clean up this bathroom and stop and start flushing it and he just snapped, you know, mm-hmm. like some white dude that cussed him out of work that night and shit. Like, you ain't moving them boxes fast enough, Darnell. Manager said something to him. Yeah. Yeah. Or Deshaun. Anyway, um, so he confronted the teen's younger brother, according to police, and then came after him. The 13-year-old told officers that Williams became angry and began striking him on the leg with a drumstick. And grabbing him on the right side of his chest near the collarbone and leaving finger marks. Well, that's because you were trying to run, though. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, and see, he was mad he got the smallest piece of chicken. He was so pissed, he beat his ass with it. <laughs> with the drumstick. <laughs> yeah, with the drumstick. Uh, I think he was talking about an actual drumstick. drumstick oh. <laughs> oh, like, like a drumstick to a, like yeah. to a drumstick set. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was thinking, damn, he must have been mad. He took that chicken like, nigga, I got this drumstick. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do, I do like your version better, Karen. So that's what I was imagining. I'm gonna roll with that. He he got home. He was looking for a breast and a thigh, and he got a fucking drumstick, and he was like, "I'm beating somebody's ass." Yes. Uh, uh he was two piece for real. <laughs> he then and a biscuit. He then I'm gonna beat you with this two piece. He then beat the team with a belt across his stomach, leaving a red mark with four inches wide and nine inches long. 
damn teens told officers that williams also hit him in the face leaving his upper lip purple and swollen oh he really yeah, i was with him until then like yeah. i was with him until the belt across the stomach that's a bit yeah. much and then punching him then no yeah, yeah you we, never leave never leave far. marks you never leave no marks. no not in any of the places no. that can be seen yeah yeah if, if you're gonna do this be be good at it like i said i've never done this before but i heard tricks that people use on children so that marks are not dead yeah. not good. get the most abuse possible is what i say mm-hmm. when officers met with the teen's <laughs> mother she said she was at work at the time of the incident and didn't know any damn both of them work at night didn't know anything had occurred she told her children uh she took her children and left the home while the incident was being investigated so guess the race guys deshaun williams oh he's black like he's clearly black that's you don't know and and i you know what honestly i still get that like that's you're 13 years old that's a level of disrespect if you're leaving the toilet unflushed if i tell you to flush the toilet, like, first of all if you're 13 the toilet should not confuse you. You get how it works. Yeah. You, you understand, like, you've been using the toilet for a while. You're leaving it just out of sheer disrespect. Like, that. that yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And also, I bet he learned a lesson, you know? Yeah, I, I, I guarantee he'll be flushing for the rest of his life. He'll be flushing for him and everybody. Else. Oh, don't flush that toilet, nigga, flush the toilet. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have toilet phobia. He's going to be yes, like, he is. Check, checking on people when they come out the bathroom. I hope you flushed it. Did you flush it? You better flush it. Uh, what about what about you, Ange? What do you think? I think he's black. All right. Every time I say it, I say black, right? Like, yeah, that's the best. That's the most racist way to say it without saying the n word. It's, it's it's implied. It's like he's black. It's like it's like a uh, Laura Ingram and shit. It's like I don't get why I can't. I don't get why black people are always getting so upset with conservatives because our blacks are better than your blacks. Yes, they are. Is that it's that extra silent syllable that that means nigger? Um, all right, so Gregor World Peace says non hippie who vehemently believes in if it's brown, flush it down, black. Uh Coca Cola black. Uh you ain't my mama, so you can't tell me what to do. Uh aka nigga, the kid with the lifelong courtesy flusher. Oh, big little oh, never mind. gorilla descendant of Kunta Kente. I thought I told you I was reading. Oh, I'm these. sorry. She always read the words. She gravitates <laughs> towards the most racist one. Like, oh yeah, let's go with that. My bad. James Brown lover. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm with that one. Tar color pube head. Mm, I do Okay. Uh his lip was turned purple and they was mad about chicken. Nigga. Oh, that's good. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, correct answer is of course black. Deshaun Williams. I mean, that was that's a gimme. Um, all right, we only got a couple articles left. You know what we haven't talked about yet. Swords. Sword ratchetness. <laughs> a twenty four year old bank worker says he feared for his life as he desperately wrestled with a violent attacker who had slashed him in the head and fate and face with a samurai sword during an attempted carjacking. Wow. That's right, they carjacking with swords now. That's some serious carjacking. I bet that pastor would have been scared then. I'm trying to tell you. Edwin said, despite blood pouring from two big gashes in his head, he received his, or he believed his only chance to save his girlfriend's life and his own was to get the weapon off the carjacker. I have no doubt that if anybody strikes someone with a blade on the head, it's definitely to kill, Edwin said. He wanted my car. He threatened to kill me. He almost did. The 24-year-old and his girlfriend, 20, were attacked on Sunday night as they sat talking in Edwin's black Mercedes sedan, bowling in a primary school car park. Um, You can have that car. About 8 p.m. What are you doing on a Sunday night in an elementary school at 8 p.m. with your girlfriend? 
I don't think they were talking. I yeah. don't think so either. Yeah, she might have been a prostitute. He was there getting no conversation going on there. No. Yeah, he was getting brains, then he got brained. Um, uh, they were they had been on their way home for a mo- from a Mother's Day celebration at their church when Edwin decided he needed to get some head so he said fuck this and pulled over in the school parking lot Edwin who did not want his surname published said a one- man approached his car window pointed the weapon at him like a rifle with the blade covered in a black cloth and demanded the keys as the guy was holding what I thought was the gun up in the air, facing it to my face, he continuously told me, get out of the car, give me the keys. If not, I'll kill you. The 24-year-old said he opened the door, got out his hands up, and initially tried to reason with the offender. Well, that was a mistake. He said as the man swung the weapon, he saw the blade glint in the street light and then felt two blows to his head. I just imagine that like, like real quick. You know that's what that sound like. Um... Uh, Edwin. You think he had themes while he was cutting them? <laughs> <laughs> he heard violins, doves flew past him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he cut him on the head and then stood behind him for two seconds and then blood started gushing out. <laughs> yes, sir. Edwin said he then wrestled with the offender while his girlfriend, who was still in the car like a dumbass, jumped into the driver's feet and tried unsuccessfully to start the car because she's a woman. The 24-year-old... <laughs> oh, Lord. Was it shift? She fucking panicked like shit, man. The 24-year-old said he became really worried that the attacker tried to open the back door of the car and he desperately kicked it closed. Damn, that's, now that's some... He got two cuts to the head and dude is still worried about his girlfriend, man. That's love. Um, some serious Meanwhile, she's just trying to drive off without him and shit. <laughs> Man, women ain't shit. I come um, back for you later. Yeah. <laughs> what if I should live? <laughs> um, so uh, he, um, let's see, he jumped to the, yeah, okay. He kicked the back door closed and he desperately, uh, and, and before the man could jump inside. The only instinct was to try to take the weapon off him and pu- or put him down. The blood was pouring down the side of my face. I know I was injured really bad. All I could do was scream, help, help, help at the top of my lungs. Edwin believed he and his girlfriend's screams eventually scared off the attacker who fled empty handed. And the 24 year old then started to drive himself to June DeLoop Hospital. Before his drive himself, ladies. Drive like a G. Give him props. First of all, help a nigga out, ma'am. He's your (laughs) boyfriend. He just fucking fought off a swordsman for you. And you like, um, yeah, make a left up here. Like, you better hop your ass in the driver's seat. I would, and I'd probably try to run his ass over. Before the girlfriend, um took the wheel after talking to the police. He was treated uh, for several cuts before being released. Uh, Edwin described the attacker as Aboriginal, age 25 to 30. What kind of... What is Aboriginal? Are they in Australia? I believe so, man. Oh, okay. I said Aboriginal. Well, all sword news doesn't happen in Alabama, guys, okay? Um, That's (laughs) only only Asian monks. Uh, Peter Tikva, resident stabbed a construction uh, site manager with a sword on Sunday morning after becoming angry over noise. Wow. Keep the sex down, people. Keep the sex down. The manager, 30 years old, was lightly injured and rushed to the hospital. Uh, police have arrested the attacker. The suspect uh, marched on the construction site and stabbed the first person he saw. Damn. Oh, the some, first person he saw. It's like some random dude in a hard hat and shit. Oh. He got stabbed. He's like, oh. but I'm not even a construction worker. I just like that song ymca <laughs> and see this see this is why when uh shit pop off i i don't i don't i don't 
I don't always run away as far as like running up to the front door because we have a door and now you can see through it. But before it used to be wooden on both sides and I would never open up that door. And this is why um, I don't want to be stabbed. Okay, I'm not sure what that has to do with this, but fine. But but you, he 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 stabbed <laughs> the first person. So the, guess what? If I'm the first person open at that door, he decides to show up on my job. Oh, I hear you. I know what you mean. You thought you were talking about our house. <laughs> oh no, not a house. No. Oh, you're talking about at work. Okay. Yes. Uh, he launched the attack without talking much. The suspect has no known previous uh, f- criminal offenses. And he's being questioned at the police station. The stabbing suspect is said to be in light condition, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> what, what if not? He's in heavy condition. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, this. he can go in the dark. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that happened. Um, there was this priest. He gambled away all his church's money, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and he has to work at a factory to pay it back. A judge ruled. Wow. Down for that. I like that. And I say good. You know? And he should. He swindled them out their money. He should. Uh, yeah. Um, his name is John Reagan. Um, he appeared before a judge Thursday seeking court approval to return to a full time ministry work and quit his nine dollar an hour job in an air filter factory. Mm-mm. But they, the judge was like, "Nope, pay it back nine dollars at a time, bitch." I know it's so. <laughs> yeah, he's repaying the diocese almost three hundred thousand dollars. He used to finance gambling binges on riverboat casinos. So he'll never pay it back, essentially. Mm, yeah. No. You know the sad part about this, uh, since he's a Catholic dude, is like it, somewhere when he got caught in trouble, somebody was like, "Well, at least he wasn't raping no kids." Yeah, it's kind of sad, yeah. isn't it? Right? It's like that's it's the, all wrong, but yes, like that's the bar for Catholic priests now. It's like, uh huh, you just gambled away three hundred thousand dollars. Okay, did just you fuck, just pay it back. You ain't, you ain't touch any little boys, did you? No. Okay, well, shit then. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll handle this. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So that that's the last article. Uh, if you want to guess the race of that guy, you can. Uh, Adjur J. What what race do you think John Reagan is? Um. I'm, I'm gonna say white. Real Ange? We're sticking with white. Correct answer is... Oh, I gotta check the chat room. Chat room, what race do you think John Reagan is? Cheese fucker. Okay, white. That's that's different. I don't think white people fuck the cheese, but... I thought they just eat it. Somehow the chat room turned (laughs) being a cheese lover into straight up having sex with cheese. Uh, I don't know... (laughs) How we got to this point, me either. Brent says, Reagan equals the white devil. All right, man. So uh, the correct answer is white. white. Um, don't forget to check out our guest. Um, you can go, and the links will be in the uh, show notes. But fulltimenegro.blogspot.com. Check out the uh, USR um, show uh, podcast with uh, Adjur J. And uh, you, who else do you do with? What's his name? Leo uh, G. Yeah, Leo G. Yeah, um, I knew y'all were related. I figured. And uh, Sketchy Negro Show. Um, yep. it's in the off season, but contact him. He's, uh, at adjective underscore J on Twitter and, uh, let him know you got some voice talent and you would like to work with him. He could write something up for you. Uh, also check out suitedjobs.com where his, uh, friend is hooking up with pe- people with jobs that, uh, they might like, which is different for a change, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, make sure you're following him and whatnot and, uh, realange.tumblr.com. Uh, and uh, at Real Edge on Twitter, make sure you guys are following her. She's got a public account now. Uh, yeah. she's, she's got a boyfriend, so calm down, Popson. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So uh, thank you guys both for being here. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
um and you know i always want to make sure i get y'all on together man because y'all had such an interesting show that one time on uh on the negro majority i'm just like i always like to see them work together yeah um, it's cool i'm not offended anymore i got over it see I, see Before, that's like why why you always have to have me in here like complaining like no it's okay now it's it's it, now Aww. it's like your thing it's like it's like when you go it's like how uh when you get in a relationship sometimes you have like a restaurant that you always go to you know it's like your thing oh, after a while thing at the menu mm-hmm. right like it's never a hop you know it's always something eclectic but still it's like oh yeah let's go to let's go to that place um this show was double sponsored by shadow Dog productions audio uh well actual dvd movie dirt cheap therapy y'all better get it y'all shout and out. we in it yeah, it's running out. You got uh, to the end of this week to buy it. Shoutoutproductions.com slash DCT. Um, of course, the link is already on theblackouttips.com. Just search sponsor. But make sure you guys are doing that. Um, get it before supplies run out. Make sure you get the memorabilia signed and all that stuff. And it's also brought to you by Adam and Eve. Use the code TBGWT. And uh, you, too, can get 50% off of all kinds of stuff and uh, share with your lady or your man, whatever you're into. All right. Or your lady and your man. Yeah, I'm not judging. Mm-mm. Or ladies with facial hair. Or ladies with facial hair. <laughs> yes. Rub your beards together. That that static mm-hmm. electricity might feel good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you can also uh, go to theblackoutists.com, donate, subscribe, go to our store. Uh, you can leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. We read all of them on our show as long as it's five stars. Join our Facebook group. Like us on Stitcher. Um, call the show 704-557-0186 email the show theblackouttips at gmail.com follow us on twitter I'm at Rodimus Prime I am say that again that is in D-A-T and the show twitter is at T-B-G-W-T uh, we also have a google plus page and tumblr all that good stuff you guys you know make sure you're doing that make sure you're donating your account it all helps spread the word all makes it worthwhile and we really do appreciate it um, so until uh well we do a feedback show saturday and mm-hmm. then on um sunday we're gonna have the guys on from the cold slither podcast Woo-hoo! so yeah we're doing we're doing it karen so until next time love you you too baby Mwah. me and everything around me it's unstable like chernobyl ready to go at any moment jumping like a pogo stick like never lived up to my expectations so i accept the patience expect the worst but now i'm pacing back and forth inside i'm melting like water on wicked witches a monster truck don't came and ran over my picket fences i had the best of life in my clenches but monkey wrenches was thrown like chairs kings sit on my prayers sing too long i fall asleep before the ending don't even get to say amen i hope he understand i be on bended knees at times i think i'm crazy then i say forget it or maybe it's the devil infiltrating and like riddick Bro, I've been fighting this since them fetus days I'll count from 1 to 20 when I'm through Repeat the phrase, it's just a phase It's going off half, but that gets old too I'm weakening like a deacon doing dirt When am I supposed to? We're looking to start some new shit I'm writing this rhyme in fate So when you hear it, hope you chew it My nigga, you do it like swooshes The lyrical cleansing nuisance Wiping away your germs I'm filling your craniums with juices T-Mode goes on My slick flow flows on Straight from West Savannah, Georgia But the Swats is my home Never go wrong Cause the click is tight in that ass Ain't that bad Mosquitoes, now we goes I'm proud of you people For selling your crack and sacks I'm glad I'm white, not black 
shit on the real. That's how the mites really act when your back was turned to black alert and now we falling apart. You look at me in my eye, but you ain't feeling me in your heart. Yes, yes, love, give me the power. We live in the final hour. These niggas, they leave me stranded like Rapunzel in the tower. Now or never, let's stick together and overcome. But they don't feel like marching because they shoot just over running that a bitch. <laughs> 